0: Welcome to the mammoth games cast uh for the end of 2019 i am one of your hosts night swarm with me as always filter cord
1: i hope you did not enjoy 2019 because i am deleting it
0: you're deleting 2019
1: 29- you didn't yeah. didn't enjoy it that much huh i talked to god it wasn't the year for you and uh we agreed that shit's getting deleted also i talked to the
0: lord um and- une-
1: unexpected but uh god did tell me that the um the the people with the sneakers that killed themselves to get on the asteroid were correct. The Heaven's Gate is the correct religion. Sorry, folks. Eesh. Damn, okay. I almost forgot yeah. the name. That was a, <laughs> That Gate. was a close one. Shit.
0: Shit. Okay, so we're starting off dark. Yeah. Um, we'll see where we go from here.
1: Unfortunately you no. missed your chance to choose the right religion. Sorry. Yeah. I everyone, make the fucking rules.
0: Everyone had a chance, and then yeah. here we are. Um, great website. So, uh, speaking of uh, pseudo-religions, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into video games.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, not lying, yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, what have you been playing? What you been... It's been a little bit. We've had, yes. um, week you off. know, we had a week off. We took Christmas off, um, and that gave us a little bit of time to, you know, jump into some things that we may not have because uh, Fuck All came out during that time. Right. Uh, so what have you been playing?
1: Yeah, so I've been using my time to try to catch up and pretty much wipe out some backlog um Mm -hmm. so i started with of course i did my classic uh one year later let me finally play this on um shadow of the tomb raider the third of the new tomb raider games Okay. okay so definitely interesting um i wouldn't say that uh well i i think the this tomb raider games progressively got worse Mm-hmm. Because it was just more of the same. Like it, it's cool that you kept, um, they kept you with all your powers that you had in the last game in the beginning of the next game, which is really that's, good. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I, I they should always do that. But yeah. uh, this one seemed to be trying to tell a story that the gameplay directly disagreed with. So, um, without spoiling anything, basically, like Shadow of the Tomb Raider is about how, um. Like, Lara is, like, seen as a chosen one, right? And it's, like, I am the one who can go find this ancient artifact and rearrange this thing to destroy this natural... Or the supernatural enemy. You know, like, the first game I think is fair to spoil because there was a video game... Or a, there was a movie based on the game and everything. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you're, like, defeating this ancient Japanese, like, warrior empress spirit thing. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, these, like, ancient like samurai guards that you can't really kill in combat you just have to run away from them and shit like that at the same time you're dealing with this super corporation trinity that like has infinite resources and like infinite bodies to send after you and like at the end of this game of the first game Lara Croft is like the most successful mass murderer in history and then there's two <laughs> more games where she kills even more people you know what I mean
2: yeah yeah yeah.
1: so uh it, it kind of i think it doesn't really n- n- land the story and they're going for they said this is the end of the trilogy that introduces her new character right so this was her, her character profession. arc yeah this was the character arc to put the new lara in front of players right so now we're moving on with her being an experienced tomb raider or whatever but it's like like i just don't see where they could go like it's the classic thing where they're like we have to up the ante every time hmm But, like, when you're, like, killing gods and, like, resetting the universe, where do you go from there? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's good for what it is. It's a good, uh, you know, Uncharted substitute style game. So. Yeah, it's
0: just, for me, it's not the style. Like, it's not that it's not the style of game I want, because it's fine. Right. But I think it's the character. I think we've been looking at Loracroft for far too long. Yep. And sometimes we need to let that go and have some fresh ideas.
1: I would love to play as her big Samoan friend.
2: <laughs>
1: that dude's dope, and he's a completely normal person. <laughs> like he's not capable of doing all this shit. Like Lara will do like a triple jump and then slam a like spike into the wall and do a backflip and like climb on a inverted like she'll climb upside down with no like you Harness know, just like grabbing shit and like just yeah. pulling herself up as if she has upper like, body free strength. Climbing. Yeah. And then this dude that's built like a fucking WWE champ. Like, tries to jump between two bricks, and he, like, falls and breaks his leg. (laughs) It's like... Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, like, a normal person. It's...
0: it's His his workouts are all vanity. He has no core strength.
1: I would really like to see somebody do a take on Tomb Raider and uh, Uncharted, but you're literally just a normal person. So, like, you're in (laughs) the woods or whatever. You're like... (laughs) I mean, they do have that in a way with Lara Croft. They tried to make her more vulnerable with, like, the brutal, like, injuries and deaths and stuff. But then the gameplay counteracts that. You're a god. You're unkillable, you're a monster. When you are stopped, you immediately reset to the same spot and all the things that you've done are still accomplished. You know what so, I mean?
0: So what you want is like I, I basically this, want another Metroidvania um, rules where like not even Metroidvania, like roguelike like that. almost. Like, like Dead Cells, yeah. Yeah.
1: Where like what I really want is and... I want more of Firewatch, right? <laughs> Okay. Firewatch is a Firewatch is normal guy that doesn't really know the environment he's in that's exploring and solving a really small, personal story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's what I want. Like, the stuff with, like, um, oh, I'm on this island, and then you see, like, a fucking zombie run across screen, and Lara's like, what was that? And it's like, dude, uh, like, I would fucking, like, lock myself in a closet and shoot myself in the head if I even thought there was a zombie in the town. <laughs> Like, three three doors over. You know what I mean? Shit. Like, this shit is unacceptable. I would be the person it's in... It's uh, unacceptable. You know in, in The Walking Dead when you see, like, they walk into the barn and, like, the the guy, like, killed his kids and hung himself or whatever? That would be me. I'm like, nope, not dealing with this. <laughs> My bloodline ends here. Goodbye. This is where it ends. Like, right. I'm not suffering through the shit for no reason. <laughs> and it's always, yeah. like, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't, it does really weird shit and I'm just not into it. But I played him. Through to completion. It's very there similar to Gears of War, where, like, I plan, but I don't really like them, and I don't know why.
0: I, I don't like them. I just have to do what I I just have to, have right? to do it,
1: right. Yeah, it's like right. an instinctual, like, my hands just grip the controller and install Tomb Raider. I don't know why. Your
0: mind's telling you no, but your body's just reacting. Right. And it's just like... It's classic. uh this game in? Yeah. Ah, well, it's already in. I might as well do the whole thing. I mean, I really
1: liked the first new Tomb Raider in, like, 2014 sure. or 15 or whatever. I mean, yeah, it wasn't doing I, anything I crazy, like... It. I liked the first one, but they've just been getting worse. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of getting worse. Let's,
2: well, let's continue
0: to get worse. Speaking, speaking of, let's I don't know weird. why I
1: play it, uh, fucking Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So this is based on a real uh, sort of urban legend slash possibly true event, hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Um. So don't look that up <laughs> while you're playing the game, because it'll ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Don't look up shit that's based on real events. So yeah. um, I really like the structure that they've set up. So there's like this manor house that you see in the trailer here, um, mm-hmm. which like sort of is like a it's been turned into like a gallery or something. And there's like yeah, this creepy dude.
3: <clears throat>
0: it seems like it houses like different paintings and different pieces of art that mm-hmm. will yeah, blend to the Dark Picture anthologies.
1: Right. And actually in the game... Um, your characters will come across, like, paintings and, like, pictures in world Mm -hmm. that also you have seen in that house, right? So they'll, like, look at a picture, and that'll give you, like, a forewarning of something that's coming up, but with no context.
2: Yeah, yeah. So So it's, like, figure it out, bitch.
1: Yeah, it's very similar to what, like, until Dawn was having, like, visions and, like, people would have nightmares and stuff that you could kind of see a twist that was coming. There was something else, too. Oh, it was pictures, right? You would find, like, little pictures of events that happened in the future or something.
0: I think so. I can't. I think there was, was something just... that
1: did that mechanic. I can't remember what it was. I haven't yeah, played the, it in a long time.
0: There was a few things that would yeah. like lend to that.
1: Right. It would be like
0: something like you would see like an, a specific animal or something.
1: Right. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's what it was. It was like you'd see an animal and then it could you could like see a spiral of choices um, mm-hmm. of what could happen. It was like a butterfly effect thing. So, Man of Madan. Uh, the first of the Dark Pictures anthology here. Very short game. Um, I honestly, it was it took it was like a little bit longer than a feature length movie, so it was like maybe four hours. Um,
0: and did it feel more like, of course, a movie? It, I mean, it, that, that that's what would for me. What would help? So you would think, it felt hey, what like
1: if movie. what if this is basically a choose your own adventure movie that you have to act during, right? And right. that's sort of what Until Dawn was, but Until Dawn as a game was like, it was like eight, nine hours long, something like that. Um,
0: yeah, it was actually fairly long. It wasn't
1: short. Was sure. si- until Dawn was significantly, it was like three or four times longer in this game, of what right. it feels like. So um, this game is not paced like, I would say it's paced like a movie until they realize it's at the end and then they just wrap it up in like five seconds. Uh, like the ending was super weak for me. And it was, okay. It's because like I play very cautiously, and I like want everybody to live. So maybe they wanted me to do more rash decisions yeah. and stuff. Be like, I I will let the timer run out on choices very often because I'm like, hey, dude, if I just go with the flow, everybody's gonna make it.
0: <laughs> okay. Which
1: kind of works in real that's life.
0: That's a way to. Uh, that's a way to just kind of chill ideas. out.
1: Yeah. Like unless it's a true like life or death, like I'm getting eaten by a werewolf or whatever, you can usually just chill out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, the whole structure is <sighs> kind of seems forced of, like, how they get there is kind of weak. But once you're on the, like, ghost ship, it's really good. Um, And they're doing some really cool, like, psychological stuff. They're doing, like, almost like some time travel stuff that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And they, they're they not able to really, like I said, they, I don't think they really tie it up very well, but it's a good experience. <coughs> so, and it, Like I said, it's <clears throat> like fucking, it's like three hours. I mean, everybody has the time to do this, I think.
0: How would this feel doing it cooperative? Do you think uh, it would That's a great question. So, yeah.
1: I was, like... I was choosing some options with Shannon offering input and stuff. Sure. Um, and then there was some stuff that was just so quick you just have to hit it. And I think being a good... Uh, oh, I had to be careful here. I was going to say, I think being a good gamer
2: mm-hmm.
1: makes the game more... Less enjoyable. interesting. Right? Like, so but, the, with the quick time events, you want to fail them sometimes. Like... Not only that, but it would be more interesting if you, you're you trying to hit square, but you accidentally hit circle or something, right? Like mm. These would be really good games to introduce to people that are not big gamers and just kind of watch them play it because not moving the stick in time or not hitting a button in time or hitting the wrong button, um, I think that kind of stuff makes the games more interesting because you can fail a few things and it won't like, immediately murder you. Yeah, yeah, it won't kill you right away. Uh, but if you fail a lot, it'll just fucking act a bitch with no, like, patience for no fuck-ups, right? Yeah, like, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and it, this continues that of, like, so many potentials are super interesting. Like, I kind of want to play it again just to see what other stories I can get because there's a lot of stuff in the trailer that you don't see if you make one certain decision in the beginning, uh, which okay. is super interesting. So um, I'm definitely going to... I'm interested in continuing to play around with it, and I really want to see more of just what Dark Pictures is doing. So we know the next one is, um... They announced what the next one is at the end of the game, so... Oh. Cool. cool. Which is weird, because I feel like there's been no news. Uh, it's called Little Hope. Hmm. Um, and this is... Hold on. Uh okay it doesn't really say it's just on track for a 2020 release which is what we expect but it's kind of like a small town thriller it looks like
0: yeah i'm loading up the trailer right now okay
1: so yeah, i'm interested in that and they just show that at the end like the you go back to the caretaker who kind of plays the same role as like the therapist in um until dawn where he's like kind of appears in between episodes almost mm-hmm. um it the guy with the big coat and the hat the hat yeah okay yeah and then uh yeah. so yeah Little Hope don't really know what to think about it yet but it looks cool you I got think the actor is... from Bandersnatch uh zombie Buckners hell yeah <laughs> that's a classic uh callback yeah it's definitely got some Wiccan shit going on yeah yeah so um the other thing I've been getting into speaking of Wiccan shit no that doesn't really work yeah uh, no good transition for this one sorry folks I'll let you down Podcast they all can't be fucking wins. So, Death Stranding, I got into, which might come as a shock. Okay, uh, and
0: to... seeing as how I, I know, I mean, I've played up to a certain point. I still think I'm a little further than you. Yeah, I would um, think so. I'm. I think I just started maybe chapter three. I'm either at the beginning or okay end of
1: chapter three.
0: Um, so yeah, I'm like uh, um, I took a boat half ride to a new place.
1: Boat ride, okay, yeah, I definitely haven't done that.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see what you thought of the
1: game up to where you are. I know you've liberated, you've got uh, Yeah, so I've, I've rescued uh, three cities, I guess. Or, yeah, I've, like, attached three people to the grid, I think. So I, okay. I went and got the outpost station. I went and got the, the way wind, station. The, the way station. I got the distribution station. And I got the wind farm. And the I guess I, I could go get the Luden's Fan if I want to, but I don't know if I want to see Jeff Keighley right now. I don't know if I'm in the proper headspace. Okay, so yeah,
0: you've got the big one where you get the motorcycle, the way station, yep. which is the first one they send you to, yep. in between the main city and the motorcycle city is Jeff's place. Right.
1: Um, and you've also got the wind farm, which is past the trees. Yeah, the wind farm's like up in the... Like you go up a mountain and then down into like a forested valley. Yeah, I literally
0: went there one time. I never ever yeah. went back. That is well on fucking
1: way. Yeah, you just—I mean—they just send you once for the story mission. It seems like.
0: Yeah. No, but, I mean uh, they wanted me to go back because I played around a lot, like oh, did they? trying to find packages and stuff. Oh yeah, I do not do extras. Da-
1: seeing how far I could fall down a hill and stuff. Yeah, I know for sure. I'm just going to be doing the main stuff. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, so the the main gameplay is really good. I think um, it's super simple but it's got complexity in it so like yeah when you're you know if you have a bunch of packages on your back and you're going downhill you build up momentum and it's hard to stop and Uh you also need to stay balanced so you're like you know if you didn't arrange your shit very well then you're kind of like leaning to the left and you can like fall over and just drop all your shit like an idiot yeah which is fun (laughs) Um, you're like wading through water it's like the, the main gameplay i think is really good
0: I do want to talk a little bit about that, just walking and stabilizing.
2: Yeah, interesting.
0: Do um, you use L two R two to like slow yourself and use your right. heels a bit more to right. like stop yourself? It's, uh, I mean, it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting um, mechanic altogether.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it's like it, it makes you think about something that you never think of in any other video game, right? Like right. you might say, like. So in Red Dead, I know there was... Like, Red Dead has a little bit of momentum when you walk, Mm -hmm. and GTA does this too, where you, like, stop moving the stick and your character still finishes their last step or two, right?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, That also happens with... You know, there's several games that do that kind of thing because it's very natural. Like, as a human being, you don't just instantly stop mid-stride, right? You can, but it's kind of difficult. (laughs) Typically, you need to take the last step or two, especially if you're, like, moving at a good pace. Um, And then there's, like... Uh, in a lot of games, like, the only time you think about movement is if your character's doing some dumb shit where they're like, um, like, walking on stairs, but their feet just, like, levitate up the stairs or whatever. Like, you never think about walking like, oh shit, I really need to balance myself here, or, I really need to X, Y, Z. You know, it's just something that happens naturally, and in this game, you have to be fucking cautious of what you're doing. Yeah. Because, like,
0: steps are important, the way that you even, like, lay out packages on, like, Right, the way that you organize shit on your body.
1: So you can strap shit to your, you can strap something to your right and left shoulder and then also to your right and left hip. Mm -hmm. And then you can just load up like, uh, the back appears to be able to hold like several hundred pounds, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and uh, you also have tool slots on the sides. Right, so there's the the tool slot on the one side and the boot
1: slot on the other side, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Very good. It's it's interesting. The characters are fun. The the weakest part of this whole game for me, and I might have mentioned it once, uh-huh. was um, when you go into one of the places that you've connected. You go into like the private room or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just I don't like how that's handled.
1: Yeah, it's like a. He's always sitting on the bed, and then you go somewhere, and then he goes back to the bed, and then you go somewhere else. It's like a whole loading thing.
0: He's always like winking at you, or yeah, that's bad. Like it's it's fucking. It feels cringy. Super cringy, and as well, the product placement's terrible. And they never like, let me see his dick. Then they don't let. We'll get to. We'll get more about hanging dong in video
1: games here. Thank in a God.
0: Bit. Yeah, we needed it. But um, uh,
1: yeah, it's it's um. There's definitely some stuff that's like, okay, this is a Kojima game. <laughs> like, this is stupid. You <laughs> Didn't mean, to like waste the your whole, time doing this.
0: <laughs> like the whole beginning, where it tells you it's a Kojima game for nine hours.
1: Yeah, a, a story by Hideo Kojima, writing by Hideo Kojima, soundtrack selected by Hideo Kojima. Uh, I went to a uh, uh, what's the name of the band that does like all the songs? I don't um, remember. I forget, but they they have like 76 songs by this one kind of obscure, like Icelandic Icelandic bands. indie band it's like i went to their concert and i just like bought the rights to all their music to put in this game it's like super weird um again it's i've also heard that a major failing of the whole game is that they like quadruple explain shit to you Mm -hmm. like it'll be like uh oh you know you see guillermo del Toro's character which is not voiced by him so it's not racist if i make fun of it um where he's like oh you have to take the bridge baby down to the Blah blah blah, and do this, and then another character is like, "Oh yeah, the bridge baby. Uh, it's in a still mother's womb, or at least it thinks it is." And then another character explains that to you, and then a third character explains that to you, and then another character, and then you get an email about it, and then there's a tip about it, and it's like, "Okay, dude, I get it. I can fucking rock the baby." Like,
2: yeah,
1: and it, they give you like forty minutes of cutscene that you can skip, but like you never know if they're gonna say something amazing that you have to hear in there. <laughs>
2: you right, know what I mean? Right.
1: So it's like, you have to, you basically have to watch it. Especially if you're, like, a Kojima fan or, or if you're somebody you know. that's interested in story. Or, yeah, a completionist or anything like that. Like, you you have to watch it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I've heard that the end of the game is just fucking brutal. It's like a two and a half hour movie of just saying the same shit to you over and over again. Eesh. And it's like, I, I don't know if yet. I have that in me.
2: Yeah,
0: I haven't got there yet. I've, I played through it and I yeah. keep telling myself I'm going to go back to it. But I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um... Man, and it suffers from the same thing as, like, No More Heroes. Like, Travis Touchdown, really?
1: It's just, yeah, the, the like, cringy shit that's, like... What's his name?
0: Sam Porter
1: Bridges? Sam Porter Bridges. Guess what his job is? He's a porter. Guess who he works for? Bridges. Yeah. Sam Porter Bridges. I mean, his name is basically, like, John Blacksmith. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just don't know what to tell you. Like, and it's, like, it's it's... If you look at a lot of discourse around it too It's like typical people Like I know for sure Drake would be like No it's genius because blah 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 And it's like no dude It's just because this dude didn't know what to call him So we called him Sam Porter Bridges Like
0: I mean there might be some deeper bullshit to it But it just It's completely overcast by Well like him. yeah we're gonna find like, out
1: In like a six hour cutscene It's gonna talk about how Porters were like an ancient order Of like Knights Templar basically And it's like <laughs> Oh okay And how <laughs> this is connected
0: to assassins
1: <laughs> Yeah it's You know what I mean like it's going to be, I know that there's going to be some dumb shit like that, because that really is, I mean, this is like watching a, um, so I, recently I watched, uh, like last night actually, we watched, uh, The Lobster, which is a Yorgos Lanthimos movie, which is, is the that guy that directed, um, unfortunately not. He's the, uh, <laughs> he's the guy that directed The Favorite, which was about like one of the, like Queen Elizabeth I or something and like her weird handmaiden that she had sex with and Emma Stone was in it. Great movie. But he's, like, a very uncomfortable director. And he's, like, a very... Um, like, the stuff that he makes is very weird. And it doesn't follow any natural logic. And it's, like... Like, the whole thing is in pursuit of shots, right? Like, he's trying to get really... He's trying to make a good visual movie. It doesn't have to be a good story, right? Okay. So, like, yeah. The Lobster is about how... Uh, is it Colin... Uh, who is it? I forget this fucking guy's name. I'm going to look it up real quick. But, um... So he also directed, like, Killing of the Sacred Deer. Uh, yeah, Colin Farrell, Rachel Wise. It's got a great cast. But um, basically, you're in, the uh, like, a future version of England. And, like, in this version, everybody has to be in a couple at all times. And if your spouse dies or if they leave you or anything, then you immediately have to go to this, like, they call it the hotel and you have to find a new person to be paired with in a couple within 45 days or something like that or else you get turned into an animal. So like okay. there's no story, right? <laughs> like it doesn't matter in any way. Like and that's the name of the movie they they ask him in the interview what kind of animal would you want to become and he says a lobster. And he like gives this dumb example of why, but it doesn't matter. So it's like it's just very weird. It's doing things just for the sake of the thing being cool. But the difference is that Kojima, really, I don't even know if he himself does, but Kojima fans certainly, like, think that every single decision must be some god-level, like, 3D chess shit. Yeah. When a lot of times it's just, this looks cool. You know what I mean? Or, like, um, you know, I had this idea, and I had to explain it somehow, so this is how I did it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, like... A lot of really good creativity is done by being really constrained and having to come up with a stupid answer to a dumb question, right? Okay, yeah. So, like, you know, I, I, like, Stephen King is known to be really bad at endings. Does that mean he's a bad horror author? No, he's great. But, you know, it, it's just the type of thing that, like, so much stuff in Death Stranding, yeah. I can tell, is just, like, he thought of a cool word, so he wanted to use it a lot. Yeah. Like, chiral. They're like, oh, there's a lot of chirality here. The chiral energy is causing chiral shifts to chirality. There's a critical chiral concentration network and it's like that doesn't mean anything dude <laughs> like I, I get it and it's like people wouldn't talk like this like in real life super genius scientists are like uh yeah string theory is like everything's related and there's like uh there, there's no such thing as time they're not like well you see uh beta coromones connect to uh chiral dominingus like nobody actually says that <laughs> you know what i mean
0: anyone else getting horny
1: I'm getting... Chiral Dominingus really made me... That really mm-hmm. was a big thinker, but... Uh, that's the one that did it. But, you know, Death Stranding could very much... And this is apparently what the entire ending is, which, you know, again, I don't know. But yeah. the the whole ending is basically... Oh, so basically the beached things are uh, social media zombies or whatever. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's ultimately what it comes down to. And it's, like, it's really if that's cool. that's the case, that's really funny. Yes. Because,
0: like, Kojima's heavily, like in oh he's an absolute troll on social media too yeah he's (laughs) super like into social media
1: yeah i want to see so that's the thing what what it really boils down to is that i want to see the kojima directed movie which he's almost there right he's like casting real actors as all these people and like mocapping them and like their image and their voice and everything and it's like i just want to see him make a movie because i just want to see him focus This doesn't feel focused to me. It's really not. This thing does not feel... It feels
0: so disconnected, but
1: it's... I remember we were talking about earlier in the year, like, I cannot believe this game came out so fast. Oh, yeah. Like, he really cranked this bitch out in uh, two years? Two years. Something like that? I mean, they selected... There's a news story of when they selected the Decima engine, so we could, like... There's no way that they had shit before that, because it would be out of engine, and they would have to redo it, right? So like, theoretically, yeah. I, I mean, theoretically, yeah, they could have had the walking mechanics prototype. Yeah, they or
0: they could build some of the code or. But whatever, it is—it's really it fascinating
1: to, to know that like, um, they basically like squirted this game out, and it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's definitely not like they did not suffer from like E.T. the video game syndrome, right? Yeah. But um, I it, this is the kind of thing that makes me really excited to see the next thing. You know, could, I mean. The
0: thing, like, even though we're, you know, we've said it already, you know, it's kind of been a slower year. This is a contender for game of the year. Oh, certainly. This is, I mean, there's a heavy argument that this was the best game of the year, Um, and I think a lot of that leads back
1: to, uh, well, yeah, just doing something different. Everyone else played it safe. Right, and you and I didn't get enough time with the game for us to be putting it in our top. Right, but this was definitely a contender for game of the year. Um, It's interesting because it's like the ultimate expression of like a walking simulator in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Which we'll kind of talk about later when we get to other top games. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to play more of it. I'm I'm really glad that I was able to get into a Kojima game. Because I want to be able to like roast nerds online about it. (laughs) But I have to have like the base of knowledge, right?
2: Typical. Uh yeah.
1: speaking of great movies, I did also watch uh Dora and the Lost City of Gold, possibly the best movie of the year. Fuck yeah. Like unironically, it was amazing. Really? It was better than the Tomb Raider movie, by far.
0: Interesting. Shannon I don't know.
1: Shannon had a chance to go see it and I had ended up doing something else that day, which I highly regret. It's my biggest regret of my life. Um they were in an empty theater and it was the largest theater at the place. So mm. they were in like a two hundred seat theater. Had, like a two hundred and fifty seat theater. Alone, alone, watching Dora the Explorer. Weird. Think about the level of power that that must come with. That's like, that's a king.
0: That I mean, that happened <laughs> to me. It wasn't 200, it was probably like 100 and change or whatever yeah. for Lords of Dogtown when that came out. Ooh, interesting. I, that was literally the best
1: viewing experience. I got that like for free that had with had uh, PlayStation Portable. Hmm. PSP well, is used it's, to, remember I, the I really, UMDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I
0: really like that movie. I, I Had, had a, a lot of man titty that- in it. Everyone in it killed it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's Ledger, fantastic, of course. Damn. Yeah. All right. So let's we'll go ahead and move on, unless you've got any more to share about Death Stranding or anything else you've been playing.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I I know that one of the games that you played I'm was really big on. Okay. Uh and uh I've got a lot of fucking shit to air about the games of the year basically. Okay. <laughs> so I'm uh, ready.
0: Yeah, we'll get to games of the year here in just a minute. Uh, For me, I've been playing Star Wars um, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Right out of the gate, I'm not a big big fan. Um, I like it fair enough, but it just feels... I don't know, there's a few things about it that I just don't like. And I think a lot of it is the way that the combat doesn't feel like it's connecting. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like, I don't feel like... I like I'm very aware when I'm trying to hit somebody that it doesn't feel like it's connecting. Like I don't yeah. like a standard video game, when I take a shot there's a recoil or something. Um or if I hit someone with a sword, it does an action and I don't really feel that. And that just might be the way that they're like that's how a lightsaber would feel. Right. But <clears throat> I don't know. And I also am not a big fan of um the idea of being a jedi and then getting hit 14 times by a rat because it can dodge out of the way quickly uh huh yeah it's this like game i, d- I don't um, understand am i a fucking jedi or am i not a jedi
1: yeah this this game definitely i get the same vibe off of this where it's like okay this was a start i'm really excited to see the next thing i'm i'm super pumped for jedi fall in order 2 or whatever it is okay jedi yeah. rising order i guess yeah i but mean like, I'm,
0: I'm i'm not quite there yet i mean i the first playthrough i put that put the controller down disliking the game fully Mm -hmm. i did
1: not like it at all
0: um picked up the controller again played it and then i was like okay i guess it's it's, okay so
1: the the back (laughs) the last quarter or the last third of the game is really good and it moves really quickly um Mm -hmm. this definitely got a lot of pacing issues but uh yeah i liked it a lot. Yeah. I'm excited um, for more. I, I really like Star Wars stuff, so that definitely yeah, yeah. You know, blinds I me mean, right a little bit.
0: Like, I've, I, I like Star Wars stuff. Um, you know, I, I'm usually a fan of, you know, like, mostly... I, I can usually... I usually find the good things that happen mm-hmm. in games, rather... Or in movies, rather than try to point out all the things that are shit. Right. Um, Can't relate. <laughs> but, I mean, th- there's there was just, you know... Uh, for me, I, I don't know. It doesn't... It's not scratching that. It's, it's not getting... Um, you know, that spot that I want it to. Yeah. Uh, but, did you
1: play the Force Unleashed games?
0: Um, yeah. How like them? I played the first one, and uh, it was okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Just curious. You're, that is correct.
0: Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't... I, I didn't, like... It was nothing for me to, like, write home about, I guess. Right. You know? Um, but... The things that they do right that I do like are, you know, of course, um, I like. I actually enjoy the robot. I like that as like your accessory to help you get around. Um, this is the spot that got me. Yep, I got him down so much further though. His health Mitch, was almost like <laughs> he was almost done.
1: Mitch like Murder. I didn't um, realize his last name's Murder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyhow, on the on the live
1: stream, we're watching a, a, yeah. a video, um, an auto fail moment, which is Mitch, I think very yeah. bad in games. <laughs> they shouldn't do the thing where it's like, oh, here's a fight you can't win, and you're supposed to lose, unless they directly tell you like you will lose this fight. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it, it feels cheap, but.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I, I do, I do like the, I, I do like the robot. I like BD1. I like how that controls. I actually like some of the people that we've ran into so far. Um, what's his name? Grease? Yep. The, the oh, pilot. Like the pilot. Pilot's yeah. an idiot. You know, Grease. he feels like he's someone who has flaws that are not major. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh my God, this is life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the, I like the customization well enough. Um, I like the you know lightsaber customization, the vehicle customization, stuff like that. It's it, there's a lot of good here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that they should work maybe a little bit better on their combat and the yeah. load times are fucking killing me. I don't know if yeah the loads anything,
1: are the loads are pretty brutal, uh, tr-
0: like straight trash. Yeah. Um, like when when you die, you're just like fuck, I can't believe I died, and you like hit the you know button to like reset. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, two minutes yep, of it just not
1: resetting. Yeah, it's really bad when you get at a point in the game where <clears throat> you're, like, stuck at, like, a maneuvering problem. Mm-hmm. Like, you will just be there forever. Right. It, it, that's, yeah. Could be better.
0: Yeah. Um, but, you know, all in all, again, like I said b- before, the game's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably continue to play it. Yeah. Um, I've been ingesting a lot of Star Wars stuff recently. Yep. I just love Star
1: Wars stuff. Really trying to pull back.
0: I like like went and saw the new movie, finished up all of the Mandalorian, been playing this, just bought Knights of the Old Republic one and two again, started playing that. Beautiful. Um it's like it's like god damn, I just I can't do any like literally anymore. Yeah. um but uh yeah it's um it's fine and you know maybe i'll have uh my opinion of this like like i've mentioned has very much went back and forth um so maybe by the end of this ride um i'll have a different opinion we'll see nice um so aside from this uh <laughs> i looked at a game for a while and i finally picked it up um i finally picked up scum it's an early access um, it's a... Straight up, it's a survival game. Um, mm-hmm. The quality on this is trash. Oh, no, there it got better. Um, and, yeah, it's a survival game where you uh, create your character. Um, depending on your character's build, uh, depends on, you know, your character's kind of abilities, uh, mm-hmm. what you're good at. Um, and you can definitely kind of fall flat. On, like on your face if your character is built incorrect, mm-hmm.
2: um.
0: But yeah, it's it, um, it's been pretty fun. Like usually you start the game, your character was like an inmate. I don't know if you're an escaped inmate. You do have this little thing on the back of your head, yeah. um, that like indicates that you were like held in. Like that was how you were getting. That's like how you were controlled. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but your character has uh. Um, like a jumpsuit on like a, uh, like an orange and yellow jumpsuit um, and immediately what you're supposed to do is go find like some rocks and fashion like a small shiv and then cut down bushes and then get like sticks and build up you can do that immediately what I did is I ran in a direction mm-hmm. and uh, found a town and then found basically some like little zombie things and they kicked the shit out of me and I died immediately um, and then I reset and I noticed that there was like a point system. Um, it's just like fame points. And okay. I used some of these fame points and it put me into a negative, which was weird. I it was like, huh, you know, I, you just don't think that that, like, maybe that's possible. Um, and uh, I used that to respawn. And the points build as you craft stuff, explore, um, and do all of this other stuff. But, uh, you know, ultimately it is a big uh, exploration survival game. Um, you can build your own like dwellings that you can go back to you can find vehicles which one of the first things that happened to me is I found an ATV and I flipped that thing and landed clean on my head and it killed me in one hit um, which was pretty fun um, and the, the world's inhabited by different things Like not only do they have these like almost zombie like creatures there's also big mechs that I'm wondering if I can steal or hijack or something Mm-hmm. Um, that if they see you, they just lay right into you. Um, <clears throat> I sent uh, a few people a video because we're right in the beginning with the character creation. Um, there's a button that says conceal on and off, and your character is fully nude. You turn that off, <laughs> full hangs dong. Hell yeah! Um, th- so this game definitely hangs dong, and the there's I actually a dong know. size
1: yeah i remember that I, I think the dong size was originally something you could control and everybody just made fat ass dongs on their character and then it became randomized right
0: no no uh you can fully control it uh Perfect. from zero to ten um the smaller you make your dick mm-hmm. the smarter you become Hell and yeah the more dexterous you become <laughs> The heavier your dick, the harder it is to run because you got this fucking big meat paddle in the middle of your yeah. legs, bashing you in the kneecaps. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but uh, and it's the same with women. You know, if you make their if you make their their, their chest really big, it, it's harder to run. And the smaller, the smarter. So just make a
1: tiny little twink.
0: So yeah, I mean, That's ideally, ideally, but the bigger it is, the, the bigger your body the stronger you are,
2: mm.
0: but the less dexterous you are. Interesting. It's weird. It's a very interesting game. Um, I'm still kind of digging into it. Um, m- most recently, I'd found a tractor, and I've been using that to store a bunch of, like, shit that I really don't sure, need. Sure. Um, so I'm driving sure. around this the countryside in this tractor going, like, 35 miles
1: an hour. Damn. So basically, you bought the Farm Simulator game.
0: And, uh, yeah, I, uh... I ended up finding a prison, and this is fully for fucking real. I'm not joking. This literally happened. I opened the doors to the prison, uh-huh. went to go drive the tractor in, but the doors to this prison have this little lip that stick out. That don't, they're not flush with the wall. Right? My tractor hit the corner of the door and slid sideways a little bit. I straight up Austin powered that bitch. I th- I have the tractor completely sideways, locked in this doorway. I can't go forwards <laughs> or backwards. And I was like, "Are you shitting me?" Nope. Got in there, and there were like five massive mechs. Um, I survived for a while. I got shot in the leg, and my character like I had to crouch. And then night came on. I have no flashlight, no torches. I, I- I've never even made one, and I'm just trying to just trying to survive. And you see in the bo- in the bottom um, in the video. In the bottom left corner, there's a body. And if you get shot somewhere or hurt on a specific body part, it highlights. My leg was just lit up. And I had, like, field-dressed my wound. But my character couldn't run because they were shot in the leg. They were just limping along, trying not to die. Um, Energy, zero. um, Stamina, zero. Health was, like, 11. And I'm just, just trying to get out of here. And ultimately... I ended up getting cornered by uh, a bunch of the zombies after getting shot in the leg, and getting the Damn. the leg thing healed. But the it, it was the zombies that got me because they just kept sending them in. Um, they keep showing this menu briefly. Uh, maybe I'll go back to it. Um, let me see if I can get it. There's a menu that shows um, a lot of different things. It, mm-hmm. Mainly, it shows your um you know like your health and your uh boner it's it's like your vitals basically right and um it shows like vitamin it shows it all the way down to like the fullness of your bladder the contents of your stomach and your colon hell yeah i'm hanging out right hanging out living my goddamn life Uh hang out wing out and yeah here it is I'm hanging out. In the bottom, you can see the BCU digestion monitor. Stomach uh-huh. volume, intestine volume, uh, volume, colon volume, bladder volume, and it tells you what you ate that fills it up. I, I ate something. I-, I found a sardine factory, and that'll do it, is uh, the moral of the story. Um, but I ate all these fucking sardines, and in the middle of running around, not paying attention, being new to the game, my character just stops. Mm-hmm. And rips down his fucking drawers <laughs> and violently starts diarrhea shitting all over the place. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god!" His like draws. I couldn't, even, I wasn't even fast enough to get a video. Like I wanted to get a video because it, it was too sudden.
2: <laughs> it was too,
0: and the dude like wiped his asshole through that, he, like slung his hand off on the ground. What's he gonna wipe with his shirt? He, and I was like, "That was violent." And then, a second time, it happened again. But instead of it being violent diarrhea and spraying out in a cone, um, this full rock (laughs) shit just fell out of the ass into my character. And it made like a... (laughs) (laughs) It was so bad. So, your character, you can have your character... um, Apparently, by holding tab, I learned this. You can have your character, um, like... Take a number one, take a number two... Mm. Or the number one point five where you Ooh. throw up. You got throw up the contents of your stomach. Sometimes you get poisoned. You can't have that. Damn, that's interesting. Um. So yeah, it's, it, it's it, it was very surprising. The the game is um it has a has a lot to it. Um. I found a few guns, but I have yet to find ammo for the gun that I have. Uh. So that sucks. Um. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. And uh, this game will be a lot of fun to play with a few people.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, But I have one friend that I'm going to be playing this with, but we have yet to, like, have a time. Yeah, meet up and play. Yeah. Um, So I'll have probably a little more to say about this next year. Interesting. All right. all right, that's pretty much all I've got. Um, as always, guys, uh, if you get the chance before we jump into anything else, head over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Chat with us on the daily. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares there as well. Follow us over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this um sharing some other stuff over there there's been some freebies that have been thrown around mainly some borderland stuff but it's still pretty cool um so uh you know come over and join us um so why don't we go ahead and jump into part of the monthlies
1: yeah so um playstation has not been kind enough to grace us with the next freebies we'll be finding out about that actually in like two days okay uh from recording so uh, we did hear about the Xbox Live Games with Gold. Of course, if you are signed up for uh, either Games Pass Ultimate, which includes Gold, or just you know the regular uh, Xbox Live Gold, you'll be receiving throughout the entire month, uh, from the first to the thirty-first of January, sticks, uh, shadow, uh, sorry, shards, shards of darkness. One might say that's a game where it's like a stealth game where you play as like a goblin, basically. So, oh yeah yeah kind of yeah. cool i believe that is in it's in some it might be in that's like the warhammer universe places. or something that's been free
0: I, in a lot of places yeah i think i own that like twice alright. yeah
1: um and then from the 16th to february 15th valentine's day you can get batman the telltale series on right. uh on the xbox one copy Uh, From the 1st to the 15th, you can get the 360, of course, backwards-compatible version of Tekken 6. And then also, um, from January 16th to the 31st, you can get prepped for the newer release uh, by playing the 360 backwards-compatible version of LEGO Star Wars, the original trilogy. So, uh, there is going to be a LEGO Star Wars of the sequel trilogy coming out here shortly. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: So...
0: Yeah, Lego I, I, Star Wars 2, the original trilogy.
1: Yeah, Well, that's when they went back and started remaking them as... There's Lego Star Wars, the prequels, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, and I guess it's just they're going to start over with the naming conventions. But uh, yeah, it's obviously a good one for kids, and if you're a big fan of either Star Lego or Legos. Star Wars, it's a good place to go because you can get like 700 characters to play as, right? They got right, real right. obscure with it.
0: alright cool um, so not too bad uh, to recap um, the 1st to the 31st you got 6 on Xbox One um, the 16th through uh, February 15th you got uh, Bat- um, the Telltale series Batman uh, on Xbox One uh, again 1st through the 15th you got Tekken 6 360 um, backwards compatible and as well uh, the 16th through the 31st Lego Star Wars 2 the original we'll get you sony's and anything else coming up um
1: as soon as we hear something about it for sure and uh no games coming out from the time period of december 30th to january 5th that we know of so obviously hit us up uh either on facebook.com backslash mammoth games mammoth games inc. or at twitter at mammoth games inc um If there's, like, Cat Quest 3 or anything dropping that we need to know about.
0: Yeah, let us know. Alright, so we'll go ahead and move on to the news. Not much, just a few quick things to kind of talk about. The first one is um, in your
1: wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm shaking and quaking on this one. So we got the uh, announcement of the release of another, I guess the second expansion, basically, for uh, Total War Three Kingdoms, which is long awaited. The Mandate of Heaven DLC, which is basically... um, This is like what led to the whole Three Kingdoms period popping off as it did. Uh Uh, So January 16th, um, this will come out. I believe it's like $10. I already have it paid off and pre-installed, of course. So um, this is like uh, the start of the Yellow Turban Rebellion. You'll be playing as one of the three brothers that kicked that shit off. Or you'll be playing as the Han Emperor of the time who was basically deposed and I think he ended up getting his giblets chopped off. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, this is like a period of time in real history when, um... The... There there were a lot of problems in society, basically, (laughs) having to do with the, you know, imperial system. Mm -hmm. And, uh... The Emperor was kind of losing legitimacy. And... um, You know, a lot of people thought that the court eunuchs had too much power and the governors and shit were the real people pulling the strings and the emperor was just a figurehead. And, of course, when you live in a society that says that, hey, our our leader is chosen by God or whatever, when that leader starts to falter, basically what happened is one of the, really, the three brothers and the people that kicked off the uh, Yellow Turban Rebellion said, you know, The emperor has lost the mandate of heaven, which is, you know, the god saying that he should rule. And now we need to take up that mandate and we need to start a new dynasty. So, you know, caused, like, this massive rebellion that was pretty quickly dealt with by the emperor and his, you know, generals and shit. But that led to such political instability that ultimately it led to this massive, you know, 100 years time period of war. Led to the whole Three Kingdoms period, which eventually... Um, saw China reunified under a new dynasty as was kind of desired by the Yellow Turban Rebellion. So, in a way, they won. They, just, they were ahead of their time, sort of. Um, but yeah, it should be, should be really interesting. Um, it's going to be a lot more streamlined version of the game. So, like, the Three Kingdoms period is all about these um, kind of regional lords all kind of just deciding they were going to set up their own ship. mm mm-hmm. um, so, like, the map is very fractured, and it sort of eventually unifies into three main groups. Um, the Mandate of Heaven DLC is going to be basically just a civil war with two sides. So, um, it'll be really interesting to see where this goes. I think the, uh, the first DLC they released with the eight princes was not really a well-known period of history like the Three Kingdoms is. The three princes are all kind of dumb because it's just, like, one family that's fighting over who should be in charge. Um, I think it didn't really take off, so they were kind of like, "Okay, we're going to give the people what they want here," and go back to the beginning and just basically this is pretty much just expanding the main campaign, right? Mm-hmm. So it, you actually can play into the regular campaign in this DLC. You can just string them along as if there was one big story rather than you know three separate ones. So hmm. should be really cool. Hell oh, yeah! Um, very interested to play this. i definitely in January. I'm going to be digging into it. Right now, I'm actually playing a. Uh, another run of a character that I like to play a lot. Um, I'm going to see if I can kind of get my last little taste before I dive into the new stuff. That's what I'm trying to do. Sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cool, man.
1: <coughs> Speaking of oh, DLC. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, well. <clears throat> yeah, kind of expanding. New content,
0: right. Yeah. Um, so Session has released 0, 0, 0, or 0. 0. 0. 0. 0.0.0.2. Wow. Uh, or just point two of the early access session um it introduced uh a a few new things um technically a new level more tricks new radio station and even more customization um the new level uh is actually over by the brooklyn banks there's a um parking garage you Mm -hmm. just go over there kind of stand by um you don't have to get off your board you just kind of hold the um Action button. Well, for me, I'm using an Xbox One controller, Um, so I just hold the you know A button and it uh, lets you go in. And it's a fully functional parking garage with cars, uh, multiple levels, and uh, you know a ton of new stuff to do in there. Um, On top of that, uh, they've released more tricks. Um, Most notably, uh, you know, aside from like various updates to. Uh, The way tricks already function Um, You know, basically like um, Making sure that things kind of connect properly And stuff like that Um, They've also introduced uh, pressure flips Which was a pretty big thing in like the 90s um, Where you put pressure on your front foot um, To flip the board in whatever direction you want And then you kind of snap the back foot And it makes the board flip in a You know, kind of a different direction um, you uh, do pressure flips by, uh, I- instead of, uh, you know, like, if I were to explain it, on the for Goofy Foot, you would pull back on the left stick and then snap just up on the right stick to do an ollie. Um, to do a pressure flip, instead of holding down on the left stick, you'd hold right, and then mm-hmm. you would snap down on the right stick. Um and it, you know, it kind of just simulates uh, it's just another way to kind of do some uh, interesting tricks. They're usually much lower to the ground and um, you know harder to control. You can't really pop over stuff with them too well. Uh, but they've introduced um, pressure kick flips, heel flips, um, I think hard flips, inward heel flips, and then 360 hard flips, inward heel flips and maybe a tray flip, Um, So uh, it it was, you know, quite the undertaking, you know, doing that um, with all of the different styles of, um, you know, all the different styles of stance that you can imagine. Um, As well, uh, new radio stations, so some more uh, people made it into, uh, you know, made it into the game um, with their, uh, you know, their... Own music, which is cool. It's not like they're buying rights to like massive songs. They're having people, um, you know, get their music in the game, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then more customization, just new outfits and stuff like that. Um, so it wasn't like a whole overhaul or anything, but it's still, um, you know, enough, a lot to explore, um, like new lines to set up and get creative with. So. Um, as well, if you haven't, you can actually go grab this game for half off, Nice, which is cool. So uh, go check that out The Early Access. That's on Steam. <clears throat> Alright, All right. and then last but not least, our last little news story, just something quick mm. that we thought was kind of cool because we've been ingesting so much Star Wars stuff. Um, Darth yeah, Revan uh... is now canon in right. the Star Wars mythos.
1: So basically, um, they have put out. Uh, so so Disney, I guess Star Wars, Lucasfilm, whatever, has put out the visual dictionary for Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. So we're obviously gonna, you know, avoid spoilers to all extent here. So everything sure. is already pretty much known, and then this is like detail that doesn't appear in the movie. It's just in the uh, visual guide. But in the visual guide, they do describe that. Um, basically, the part of the, like, Stormtrooper troops are named, some of them are named after Sith Lords. Yes. And one of the group is called the Third Revan Legion. So that pretty much confirms Darth Revan, I would say. Unless Revan means something else.
0: Yeah. Um, Um, But that's unlikely because they've continued on to, you know, kind of even show off some others. Um, There's uh, like Darth Phobos and uh, uh, others from the
1: Force Unwish game. games, right? Yeah. Um, and then they're also, I mean, they did obviously reference, um, they reference Exar Kun and they reference uh, Naga Sadow. So those are some more like ancient Sith Lords that are kind of referenced. Like those are ancient in the time of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. So like, you know, pre-Republic era type stuff. But But um, yeah, very cool. So uh, kind of, you know, bringing more of that expanded universe sort of back in, in a way. Um, yeah, which i know that was like a big thing that fans were pissed about after disney acquired lucas arts they were like expanded universe is all just legends now it's not official yeah it's and like, this kind of this damn. changes that this brings yeah. a lot of stuff back i mean in one fell swoop they were able to bring back a whole ton of stuff mm-hmm. um so pretty cool yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a and, lot of conversation around the uh, visual dictionary yeah because it, yeah, it revealed it a lot of stuff can, where can you even get that visual dictionary? Uh, you can buy it on Amazon or whatever. It's at bookstores.
0: Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I kind of want to check it out on
1: Amazon. I mean, there's been visual dictionaries for every Star Wars movie because there's just so many props and shit that are created. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's for, specifically for Rise of the Skywalker. I'm looking up. Uh, yeah, it's 15
1: bucks hardcover on Amazon. It's got a Knight of Ren on the cover.
0: Yeah, there we go. If I can move this tab over. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's not like something that is needed, but if you know if yeah. you want to dig in. Um this Good looks like a in. pretty cool thing to uh you know, dig in. get that
1: like like stuff like this is really cool. Like the tread speeder, cross view. Yep. So fucking cool. Yeah, they're like, they, I mean, you know, they had to create a lot of reference material for people to be able to animate things. Mm-hmm. And, like, they typically try to make things work in some kind of way. So yeah. They're like, make okay, it functional. this is where the battery pack goes. This is where this thing goes. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. I mean, the same guy also did the visual dictionary for The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. So he's been on board for a while.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Cool. Um, so that's pretty much all we have for. Uh, news but we do have all of the game of the year and game of the decade stuff to go over um yeah so how do you want to tackle that let's start with game of the year uh do you want to start at the bottom will you talk about your five i'll talk about my five
1: uh did you rank them in any particular order on yours yeah i kind of did did you sort of
0: yeah i mean i i think it's you know pretty similar
1: Yeah, my number one's my number one.
0: Right, number one's number one. Everything else is kind of you know in there. Cool. Um,
1: So yeah, go ahead and start at your bottom, I guess. Okay. Um, Let me see that ass. Is basically always
0: trying to start at my fucking
2: bottom. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. So uh, for me, uh, I just falling in there somewhere between uh, two and five um, would be uh, Katana Zero. Uh, this game was, of course, Mm -hmm. came out for the Switch. Um, it was a fast-paced, uh, you know, side-scroller where you play a, uh, like a samurai, and you can, like, kind of rewind time a little bit, and, you know, kind of, like, set stuff back, and you're trying to uncover the story on, um, you know, about this, uh, you know, about this samurai, basically. And, uh... You know, it's just kind of, like, breaking down. Like, you're... It, the, the whole game is... It's just degrade. Like, it's... Like... Everything's a setback. Mm-hmm. And that's his whole life. I mean, you're seeing that. From, you know, his apartment to, you know, who... Like, when he tries to help people, everything goes pretty much wrong for him. Mm-hmm. Um... You're gonna die a lot you're gonna like try to figure out hey what's the best way to get through this save this weapon and throw it and everything's done um, VHS style where you're um, fast forwarding and rewinding
3: mm-hmm. and when
0: you finish a level when you're in your uh, I believe when you're in your apartment I think you can view some of your old levels and stuff at the end of each level as well it does show you a um, a recap everything that you did um, in nice. real time so there's moves that your character can do to like slow down time and he can like slice a bullet back at an enemy it shows that in real time yeah um so it makes it really cool the art style is really good it's kind of like a fo- like a small like faux pixel um like low quality uh like i don't want to say like metroidvania but um yeah. you know it, it's it's definitely in that vein where you're exploring and just trying to um you know, finish everything as fast as you can um, while trying to help... Uh, you know, basically help someone that's, like, I guess living in your community? By your apartment? Um, so, yeah, it's it, it's a pretty... it's a, It was a pretty interesting game. It really stuck with me. I enjoyed playing it. And um, I enjoyed going back and playing it again. Uh, so, you know, that that was definitely saying something. Um, nice. And it was one of the... F- first big games that not, that wasn't a, like a massive Switch title. It was mm-hmm. like a smaller Switch title
1: that I um, got hooked by this year. Pretty early. Yeah, yeah I but remember it, you talking about it a lot and it's it's something I'm really interested in, but I just hate the Metroidvania style of game at this point.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, for me it was I think I bought a few games all around the same time. This one, mm-hmm. my, my friend Pedro um, mm-hmm. and uh I ended up buying Cuphead as well. Didn't play Cuphead barely at all. Just doesn't lend to. It. You really have to have your um, pro controller for that. Um, my friend Pedro was good, but it just didn't have the choices that Katana Zero had. Katana gave you choices. Like if you answered question, if someone asks you something and you wait too long, they get a little pissed off. And if you know you answer too quickly, they're like, wait, why did you answer so quick? yeah it's 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 interesting um so uh but if you're not really into this style of game it totally makes sense hmm.
1: it looks really good though maybe i'll just watch a playthrough of this or something yeah
0: i definitely recommend that
1: all right so i'll stop at the so again like we said uh, our number one is ranked but all the other ones are just the other five games that were really good this year i guess the other four yeah. So I'll start at the bottom of my list with Control, um, the new Remedy game. Obviously, I'm a big Remedy fan. Um, really like the Alan Wake games. Uh, the Quantum Break was fine. <laughs> Didn't really have to happen, but it's okay. Um, but the you know the stuff that they do good, they do really good, which is like weird, um, creepy, strange, um, almost like uh, damn, my dog's pissed off.
2: Mm-hmm. almost Likes like
1: um, yeah, yeah big control head down here mm-hmm. big uh, Jesse whatever the character's name is Jesse something Jesse Faden fan and uh, it, it's almost like um, Twin Peaks type of vibe like very mm-hmm. strange um, kind of hard to track sometimes and it's like puts your character in a situation that doesn't really make sense like uh, uh, it's just a really fascinating game it's very alien um, very creepy would make a good movie i think
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah i don't know it's it's a uh, like i said very alan wakey there is actually going to be alan wake dlc that ties into it where the kind of the bureau which is this this uh you know group that kind of studies um strange objects and like extraterrestrial powers and things like that um thinks that alan wake might be one of these powerful entities that they need to kind of contain. Hmm. Um, But yeah, it's cool. So, like, the the main premise, I guess, of the game is that there's this bureau that has all these sacred objects and shit. Basically, like, the X-Files organization. Right. And um, it's like... uh, You show up and basically you're immediately called the director, which is weird. And you're like, uh, I just literally walked in the front door this morning. And um, you become... Uh, you become the leader of this organization, but you're still kind of learning what they even do. And the organization's being taken over by an evil sort of entity called the Hiss, which it's called that because it's like a, it's manifested by these like disturbing sounds. And then when it takes people over, they kind of like mumble and like speak about the Hiss. And they're like, um, it's one of those things where they're like sort of repeating like strange, like poetry almost. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, um, like they're like hovering in the air and they're saying like the sound, the screaming, it'll always be there. It waits inside of us. Each of us has the scream. We can always and they like always go at that kind of monotone pace. Yeah. And they just like fuck you up as you're trying Which to walk is unsettling. And have yeah. fun in this game. <laughs> Very unsettling. So I I mean for what they were going for, they just nailed it. This is probably the best like the the err example of like a remedy action game. Um definitely digging into their, like, uh, Alan Wake-type roots with a little bit more action and more combat than Alan Wake had, so getting back to the kind of Max Payne type. Um, so, oh, yeah, yeah. very good. I definitely recommend if you can get it at a good price or something. If you're a big fan, you've already played it, obviously, but if right. you're just kind of intrigued to buy it, probably just wait to get it at a good cost and pick it up. Um, yeah. It's relatively long, but right. it's, it's yeah. pretty good. Nothing crazy.
0: Yeah, it looks, it looks great. It's it's um, Yeah. You know, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and um, the thing that really gets me is the setting. Yeah, um, that's that, what it that's, all is. That's what I want to dig into. Yep.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Cool. Um, so we do have a few games that are the same. I think we'll talk about um, our fourth one. I guess we can just talk about that together. Does that sound fair? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so up next, uh, it. Actually, not in any order. This wouldn't be fourth for you and fourth for me. Actually, right. on the list, it would be third for you and fourth for me. Right. Um, but uh, it's a uh, it's Pokemon. It'd be Pokemon Sword and Shield. Technically, we played Shield. Um,
3: right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean this
0: this really nailed what I wanted out of a Pokemon game for the, um, you know, for. The Switch. This is this. It was. I couldn't. Th- I can't think of things that would have made this a lot better. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it was like let's reinvent the wheel here. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Uh. Yeah. I. Is throughout the year. Um. I spent a lot of time on this game. Probably about. Uh, forty or fifty percent of my time on the Switch in. 2019 was playing this game
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which is I mean that's saying something Um, I mean what are
1: your thoughts yeah I mean I think there's a couple Mm -hmm. games that are like this where like um, in fact another one on the list here in fact Mm -hmm. really another two on the list where um, the developer has basically just captured exactly what this game is yeah so like I think Pokemon's a good example of that where they're like okay the introduction of the like wild area is like super smart And I really like being able to just kind of wander around and catch Pokemon. I think that there's not really enough diversity in that area. So, like, one of the things I would change is maybe mix up the Pokemon that are in each area more frequently or something. Or maybe add a couple more little zones to it. But overall, I think they basically nailed the whole thing. The Gigantamaxing is really cool because it's like going into a raid. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, they made more Pokemon to catch. There's more unique forms. There's more interesting ways that Pokemon evolve and change and do different things. I, I, they basically just like, what is Pokemon on the switch? And they nailed it. Like, yeah, there's not really a lot to be said. Like they just did it. They took what they had and they did it.
0: Yeah. The things that would have made it better would be things that would make the switch better as a whole. Yeah. Uh, like they're online. Um, I, you know, changing that would have changed the way that, you know, you play this game. Uh, you know, with other people, the way you connect with other people. Um, but I still don't think changing that core mechanic that they've created um, was necessary. Yeah, this was really, really cool. And, uh, a good, you know, a good experience as a whole. Like, even going into 2020, I'll still be playing this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a lot to do. Even yeah, for, for sure. the holiday, they were giving out some free stuff for um, the...
1: Uh, Whatever you like, call him. The, the mystery gift thing. Yeah, it's like the little Pokeball guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he scares um, the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, he is horrifying. Um, but yeah, I, I can't, I can't wait to see where they go next with this. There, I mean, you know, uh, like different regions, new Pokemon. That's obviously the next direction. It feels like a, feels like a healthy restart for Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So. So, yeah, that that one um, would kind of, I guess, be both on the list for us. Um, So, I guess we move on. One of yours on your list is my number one. Yeah, so we'll just skip up to my other
1: one. Yeah,
0: that makes it kind of tough. Yeah, then Um, you'll do
1: your number... Well, actually, you go ahead and do your number three, I guess. Three, I guess, yeah.
0: Um, So... My my number three would be, uh, I guess, Borderlands Three. You know, falling in that list.
1: Number three, number three, got it.
0: Right, um, I had a lot of fun with this game. I played it multiple, you know, multiple times. You know, different, we- you know, different weapons. Uh, I-, I did feel for a long time it was like I was kind of cheat, like cheated out of really good weapons. Um, hmm. But they have a lot going on here. Um, adding things to... You can damage enemies with literally everything that you do. Um, If you slide into them, you can get different attacks that... Like, saw blades shoot out of basically your dick while you're sliding across the ground. Nice. Um, You know, of course, when you jump and you attack down, you can get, like, an area of effect. When your shield depletes, area of effect. I mean... there's like something that you can do across the, you know, pretty much anything that you do can have some sort of damaging effect. Um, Characters were pretty cool for the most part. The character I picked and completed the game with um, that I said I was going to start the game with and I was most excited to start the game with was probably the character I liked the least. (laughs) Typically, like, I I believe I said that in the very beginning uh, before. Um... So far, I really like, um, I've been playing Moe's. I really like Moe's. Nice. Um, And I think the other two, uh, Zane and, uh, what's her name? Is it Samara? Sure. That sounds right. Uh, The Siren. Um, You know, all look really cool. Uh, I just haven't got into them enough. Um, But the story that they told, the direction that they went, um, the, you know, of course, typical twist at the end, uh yeah. and the humor it's all there it's again not reinventing the wheel it's just mm-hmm. the wheels just continuing to turn i don't know if a lot of these games like we would said would be on our list if the
1: year was better right
0: um but or if there was
1: like a really standout like i don't know i don't even know like again like god of war if there was something that was just standout like above and beyond then these things like wouldn't be able to compete with something like that but as it is you know, it was fine. It was it was a year of like getting stuff right, basically, yeah. but not really doing anything new, other than Death Stranding, I guess.
0: For sure, uh, Death Stranding being the, yeah. which didn't make our list at all.
1: <coughs> Correct. Um, yeah, so,
0: but yeah, not a lot more to say about Borderlands. Day.
1: Yeah, I ended up getting it for free on PC, and I still haven't turned it on, so that means something.
0: Ah, that's <laughs> good. It's it's fun. Uh, I, you know, I re- I recommend checking it out. I mean, yeah. if you're looking for something to play, and you feel
1: like you want to be shooting shoot face. Right. Yeah. And like collect-a-thon. It's something to do before Diablo 8 comes out or whatever the fuck.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely.
0: All right. So what do you got next?
1: Uh, My follow-up is actually something we've already talked about. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. The uh, new Star Wars. So it was something that I liked it a lot more because I was a bigger fan. I wouldn't say that I thought that Force Unleashed was amazing or anything, but I was certainly a bigger fan of it. Um, I really like the... Some of the... Not really the story so much as just, like, the tie-in. Like, the references to new characters and things yeah, um, was really cool. I mean, I like a lot of the... Like, especially in the first Force Unleashed game, they did a really good job of introducing some really cool characters. And I think Jedi Fallen Order nailed that. And I'm also, like I said in the beginning, very excited that Fallen Order looks like it's going to have um, some pretty strong follow-up. And it looks like we're going to get another game. At least, uh, yeah. the stuff is considered canonical, so you know Cal Kestis is out there as like a you know forty year old man somewhere in you know the Force Awakens. So that's interesting.
0: Yeah, wouldn't that be interesting? Let's make a movie about Cal.
1: I mean, we got the actor, obviously. <laughs> right. Just bring his ass in. Um, I, I like the journey that the characters go on. Um, like all of the characters grow and change, which is kind of a difference because um i think a lot of games like you know your main character will grow and change and maybe whatever your like sidekick character is but it's rare that like every named character in this has a big arc um Mm -hmm. so that's really exciting i mean even some of the villains uh so the second sister i think was really good she's the one you meet like right in the beginning right um the grease the pilot is cool Mm mm-hmm He's the mm-hmm. he's the comic relief basically, um the droid is amazing.
0: Yeah, droid the droids fantastic. It, the,
1: the whole relationship is so good, and it's like he he like does so much to help you out, and then like later on in the game he does some like life saving shit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's uh you really get that kind of deep connection that like Luke has with R two or you know yeah. different different stuff like that BB eight of course. Um so and it it really digs into some of the grimier shit um it ends up talking a lot about uh order 66 and how that actually played out for a lot of jedi which is something that the the media has not really touched a lot um, Yeah. despite yeah. the fact that that would be considered to be like one of the most traumatic events in the universe yeah. at the time so um yeah, I, I think they did a good job. It's definitely limited. Um, the game had a lot to... There was a lot that should have been fixed. I they, I probably would have pushed the game back into spring next year, but I can see that that would be a really contentious period to release during.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree with them saying, hey, let's release now. There's not a ton coming out. I think this game will it, have It, had, it got better. its best chance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... It definitely yeah, I, had, like you
1: said, technical issues for sure. Um, I mean, it, it really reminds me of the Force Unleashed games a lot in that regard. Like, the Force Unleashed games were like, okay, here's what we got, we're done. Uh, you know, we could work on it a little longer, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: and that's what, and, and that's, it's one of those things that kind of, like, holds it back, I think, a little bit for me. Yeah. I just, I really want it to be, I want it to be better. Yep. And it. It's not that it's bad. It's not bad. It's just not
1: as good. Not as what it could be, right? Yeah. And there's, um, there's definitely some and, little design issues. I think that they had too. like we talked about with the rats, and they yeah, just and, showed and, it in the trailer.
0: And you know, honestly, we're insanely spoiled as yeah. Star Wars video game fans. You know, it's we're we're comparing this to things that we may
1: have played in like the past. And that makes uh, when, it really hard when Lucas Arts was like in their heyday.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that makes it yeah. really hard. Because we have, like, even if we're like, we can't hold this to a high standard, mm-hmm. we're going to hold it to a high standard.
1: Right. Um, it's impossible to, to, to not, separate. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah.
0: It, it's it's tough. Um, and I, I think a lot of the developers going into a Star Wars game, they're immediately like, we got some big shoes to fill. Just yep. immediately because it's like, first off, it's Star Wars. And then second, like the the fan base you already have like it would be like in something that i was talking about before it would be like um and not not here i was talking about it yesterday but it would be like robin williams daughter going into comedy kurt cobain's daughter going into music music right you know what okay. i mean right. it's like man you i don't know if you can do that it just it's not working out dog um But, yeah, I mean, this game's good. It probably should be mentioned up there for this year. It just um, missed a lot of things for me. But the things that it does Mm. do, right? Like, it's very dungeon-crawly.
1: Yeah. That's something I didn't I I think it's got a lot more puzzles than people would expect.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a very puzzle-heavy game. Um, And it also has... um, I I think someone... And comparing things to this game a lot... Uh, is is kind of weak, but this is like um, like Dark Souls boot camp for some uh-huh. people. Like this has some mechanics that Dark Souls had, but it makes it really, really like it's like Dark Souls light, um, and it, it gives you you know the ability to try out what that game would be like, but. You know, pulling away all the consequences. It holds your hand a little more. You know, it does things that, like, Dark Souls wouldn't do. Um, But that's cool, because this could be some people's introduction into whatever the next, you know, Elden Ring. It could be their introduction to Elden Ring. This could make them interested in that. Mm. Um, So, yeah, pretty good. Agreed. Alright, so getting into the top two here, it is going to be tough. Um, so, we'll just go ahead and jump into mine. Um, I think my second of the year, and this was Pacey Man's number one for the year, is Resident Evil 2. Um, Resident Evil 2, did it, it took that story, you know, totally retold it with the new RE engine. Um, it was... It was it was amazing. It was disgusting. Um, nice. It did a lot of things that it, you know, that it's one of those things. It's like when you're a kid, you you kind of like kind of like you were fascinated with Pokemon, and mm-hmm. Pokemon looked different in your head than right. what you were playing with these pixels. And when you know you think back with nostalgia of what Resident Evil Two looked like it looked like this like it yeah it, it was it was it was crazy and it felt fast and it was scary and this really really had all of that it was um it was scary you know there was a sense of urgency there was um i mean the you know the uh the character seeing them like and i know it's weird cuz they're like not real but seeing them like looking younger again Um, Mm. it's, it's wild. Um, the reason it didn't make number one for me is I was not a huge fan of the, um, probably the bigger villain of the game.
2: Mm. I
0: just didn't like, what was the name, Mr. X. Um, and I loved everything up to, uh, I loved all the gritty things. I liked, you know, getting into the police station and solving the puzzles and, you know, trying to be quiet around the liquors and you know dodging the dogs. Um, but I disliked being pushed through the stage at full speed because a giant man was following you. Yeah, um, that just doesn't that that didn't work for me. Um, but I liked a lot of the other things that it did. I really love the time period in Resident Evil. This is my favorite time period. Being in Raccoon City. Um, hmm. And we're going to get more of that in, uh, um, in, 20, uh, in 2020 with uh, Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 3 takes place uh, before and after Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. So pretty interesting um, getting to uh, see that play out as well. So um, yeah, great game for me. This was a mentionable and not everyone would be super into this uh mm. you know, as much I mean like this isn't something that you would have had on your list at all. this wouldn't have been mentioned um uh, like on your list, but uh yeah. which, you know which which I definitely get it makes sense um but yeah, I had a lot of fun with this this year
1: cool, cool so okay, so we'll get we to um. So I guess we'll do what is one of my top and your number one.
2: Yeah, just do it all. Uh,
1: the- well, actually, no, let's do the reverse. Let's do my number one, and then we'll do your number one and my number whatever. Sure. So that way we'll end on the one that we both sort of agree on the list. Or one of the two that we agree, I guess. Okay. So uh, my number one was... Pretty obvious. I-, I think obvious. Total War Three Kingdoms. Yeah. Um, It was just such a... So I've been getting really into strategy games. Um, Just kind of as... I don't know, it's something that I don't expect a story out of. So it's like, you know, I'll listen to podcasts or music and I'll kind of do other stuff on the side while I play through, um, you know, just doing like a big war campaign or, uh, you know, trying to experiment with some new strategies or whatever. Um, So the the main thing that this Total War game did different was they nailed the politics. So... (laughs) all the total war games have things where you kind of try to make deals. Like typically you will, um, you'll go to like your, uh, you know, politics screen, basically your diplomacy screen. And you'll go comment on, you, you'll, you'll scroll through and see, okay, so here's a guy you can see that he kind of, they kind of like you to a certain extent. Um, and then, so like, they will be like a medium. They'll have like 20 happy points, 20 positive points toward you or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, this guy kind of likes me. Uh, I'm going to click on them, go talk to their leader, which is, you know, their character says, oh, you've come to my kingdom, huh? And then you'll say, your character will say something, like you both have like a leader character. And then you'll just click, uh, you know, um, non-aggression pact. It says they're likely to accept. You hit okay. They say, yeah, sure. And then you sign a non-aggression pact and you move on. And in this game, there's just so much more going on. So... Um, people will like or dislike you based on historical things. Mm -hmm. So, like, they may say, like, um, you know, this guy... So, your guys are family members. Like, you're both from the uh, Lou family. So, you have a slight advantage with each other at all times when you're doing any kind of, um, you know, diplomacy. But then as you move on through the game, you know, if you kill certain characters in combat, or if you, you know, execute certain characters, it'll be like... Yo, this dude's cousin is like, what the fuck? So (laughs) then that guy's cousin will, and his whole family will hate you forever. And also, any units that that guy happened to work with will hate you, right? Like, anybody he happened to be friends with. Mm -hmm. So your characters will also gain, like, they'll just kind of in the background, they'll just become allies or enemies with other characters as the game goes on. Um, You'll be trying to secure important marriages and, like, set up your dynasty to be able to carry on. Your leader... I mean, if you're playing a normal game, typically your leader will die at some point during the course of the game. Um, whether that's from old age or being captured and killed in combat. Uh, could be a lot of things. But, um, you know, you'll start playing as your character's heir or their son or their lead general or whatever. Um, it's just such a cool... Like, the the main... Like, the combat is a little less interesting like the the actual real-time strategy combat. is a little bit less interesting than... The like combat the that was in uh, Total War, mm-hmm. um, or uh, sorry, the uh, Warhammer games, I mean. But uh, it's just because there's less varied units. Like everybody has archers, everybody has you know yeah. the option of getting trebuchets or ballistas or whatever. Um, everybody has spearmen. Everybody has swordsmen. But uh, the real like interesting part is your like general characters, which are like named characters they're in your court uh typically they will have like appointments from you so like one of them might be the the uh leader of a certain you know series like a town and it's two surrounding like a farm and like a horse ranch or something um mm-hmm. and then each of them you're going to want to get them into advantageous marriages and you're also going to want to keep them happy because they can turn on you and start a civil war inside your kingdom <laughs> So it's like, uh, you know, the the combat, I think, you know, the the real-time strategy combat that we see with the units on the field and, you know, designing your layout of your forces and everything, that's pretty much the same as in previous games, but just the way that they made the overworld so much more interesting and the politics and kind of the way you manage your game as it kind of goes toward the future is just so much more interesting. Um, it's just, it's... A great game it's got a lot of kind of different ways that you can play um there's a lot of different things you can do and the the different units have different things that they're building towards automatically mm-hmm. um so there's like a character who there's characters that cannot declare themselves emperor no matter how much money or like land you achieve there's characters that are trying to make trade empires and that's like their main goal there's characters that are Able to influence what other characters do. I mean, there's so much going on. It's really exciting. Um, oh yeah. So, a lot of replayability, and obviously they've been adding more as I've been talking about, um, with DLC and everything. So, for sure, I, I, it's just amazing. Probably the one of the better strategy games ever made. I would say.
0: Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, it, you say, you know, you, we were saying it's you know a slower year. Um, yeah. But you seem pretty fixated on this game. More well, this fixated is again, than something that happened last year.
1: I mean, this is... Um, what are you talking about? Like, uh, Civilization or something last year? Like, but just I mean, in like, comparison um, to anything. Yeah, I think it. it's because it's been a weaker year that this game just means more. Well, uh, but again, I think this is a game that they just did you know strategy really well I mean it's very similar to Pokemon it's very similar to I think our next game we're going to talk about it's similar to Resident Evil where it's yeah. like it's similar to Borderlands 3 they just took a game that they had a formula there's like 70 total war games yeah you know they have a formula and they just did it again like it, but it's not cry. like they created anything crazy new you know I would not put this up as a game of the decade okay. but you know it's they did what they had really really well so, uh, you know, it's oh, yeah. certainly for the year, I think this is a standout for the year. But only to the extent that this is a genre that I've been getting really interested in anyways. And mm-hmm. then they did it really well. You know? So it's like, imagine if you just start playing action games and then you play The Last of Us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Or, you know, the first first-person shooter you play is Half-Life or something. Like, it's sort of like spoiled that you just happen to be getting into something and like when one of the best ones of those comes out um so yeah i'm really high on it for sure
2: oh yeah
0: cool um so let's jump into my number one your number two um for me it it really wasn't too hard of a decision Mm -hmm. just because like we said the year this year has been a little weaker right um but I, I had a lot of fun with this. It, it was again not reinventing the wheel. It's just taking everything that they know and making it uh, uh, as good function. as function and as yeah. good as it yeah as good as it can be. We're looking uh, to twenty twenty to even release some DLC for it. Uh, but the Outer Worlds,
2: right?
0: Um, you know, we talked about this game a uh, you know a healthy amount. These guys were um, acquired by Microsoft. This is yeah. going to be their pretty much their last thing that's multi platform for a bit, probably. Um, but it was a good thing that this was. I think it was a good thing that this was multi platform. It was a smart move because it gives you. It gave everyone who was interested in this game, uh, or you know, a you know, a game like this that hasn't played a good one since like Fallout Three um you know the ability to get in there and see what is possible hey what is the right. studio doing next um and uh yeah from beginning to end i didn't feel like there was a dull moment i was making decisions the decisions matter they change mm-hmm. the end of the game for you um characters were uh pretty good like a lot of the characters were um really good uh like, Provardi was phenomenal. Yeah, her just as a character was so fun. And she, like... She has some balls. She'll tell you, like, straight up, I don't like that. Fuck off. And yeah. she'll, like, leave you. And yeah. that's interesting. Um, you know, and you can pretty well do the same thing to the guy who rescues you. Rescue?
2: Um,
0: it, it, there's there's so many options that I, like, I still have yet to explore. Um, but... It does. The game the the whole game from uh from beginning to end feels um it feels full and it feels like you're doing something that, you know, kind of makes a difference. Um there are times when it does feel like when you're out exploring by yourself in the middle of the wilderness where it does feel a little like um like empty. Mm-hmm. But it it's it's easy to just dismiss that by saying, I'm not really supposed to be all the way out here. Yeah. The the game doesn't want me to be out here. I went off on a tangent right now, and I'm kind of wandering. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, getting back to like how the characters interact and stuff like that, you can kind of outfit them however you want, even if it's something that they might not have been good at in the beginning. Um, You can like make a heavy person uh you know set them up with light armor and give them a uh long range weapon rather than like uh you know like close quarters and heavy um and you can go down you know whatever like perk path you want with your character it just it's 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 all well done and it all looks really good um you know, not groundbreaking visuals, but the colors are like really vibrant. Um, it, it's it overall for me, it was a um, a total package, which is what I always look for in a game of the year. Like mm-hmm. it, there was nothing in it in this that um, you know really bummed me out. This there was nothing that I was like, man, that really that really sucked. I, I the game was good aside from this. I just can't think of anything that was like, that was the aside from this portion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's um, it, it's kind of surprising. Like, I still haven't finished it because I got fully pulled into uh, Night Old Republic Two by the same studio, and um, I remember when it was coming out. Like, they kept talking about Obsidian kept saying like, this is going to be a really short game. It's going to be shorter than you expect. It's going to be a really small, really tiny game, really just minuscule game. And it's already way bigger than I was expecting. I'm on, yeah. like, the third planet or whatever. Yeah, definitely. So, it's... Uh, I mean, I like everything that I've seen in it. Um, I've heard that it just continues to get better and better. And it, definitely what you're saying is right. Like, you can kind of wander off the map a little bit. They probably should have constrained it a little more. Yeah. Um,
0: um, I didn't find that to be, a, like, a huge issue. But...
1: Yeah. Um,
0: The game, for, for me, someone who likes to wander, I found myself sticking to the you know, sticking to the beaten path. I didn't find myself wandering too, too much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> mainly because I would just tell myself, there's really not a lot out here. There's nothing out here for me to really see and do. Like, maybe a few animals or something. But, like, what am I going to get? Um, yeah, and, I mean, they did some things that were just, like, right, though. Like, leveling your character up. Once you get to level 50 in you know this section like you, like you can say this section is um, for like persuasion which houses like these three skills once mm-hmm. you get to level 50 all of them are level 50 and then to level them up you're not putting a point into like whatever it's called like your diplomacy or whatever you're putting it into each individual of the three skills so it's not leveling up all three at the same time anymore it's leveling them up one at a time um, mm-hmm. that was really cool. Uh, you know, getting damaged by the same enemy multiple times. You can grow a phobia of that enemy. Yeah, that's enemy. cool. And that phobia can also give you a perk in something else as well, though. It's super interesting things that they were doing yeah, yeah, yeah. that were, you know, it's not brand new, but this is something that, you know, you'd usually see in like a, I don't know, like a tabletop game, a turn-based game. You know, so, um, fa- yeah, fantastic stuff. Do you have anything else to say about uh, the Outer Worlds?
1: I mean, uh, the Outer Worlds and just all the games again, uh, just to kind of wrap up our top fives here. Where it's like, uh, this year was a year of just like perfecting the craft. Yeah, and uh, you know, even some of the the stuff that really didn't make our list, and um, you know, we were talking about Death Stranding, is like, okay, Kojima heard the feedback. That was like, yo, people don't know how to play your fucking weird game. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm tutorializing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I think this is really good for, uh, so again, Dragon Age Inquisition and Shadow of Mordor. That's a year I like to refer back to a lot. It's like 2014, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a year when like, you know, stuff that comes out of that would be really important, right? Like right. the next, the year before and the year after were really good. And the couple years after was really good. So it's like, every once in a while you just have one of these down times. And some stuff sticks out, but it's like, you know, Outer Worlds wouldn't hold a candle to the games that came out last year. It wouldn't be on the list, probably. Maybe yeah. it would be number five. Yeah, so it, it's it like, could be on the list. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's, just... it's kind of tough because it's like, this year was a year when people, you know, if you um, have a really good meal, like if you have a really good pizza one day, and then the next day you have a really good pizza and then the day after that you have a really good pizza you probably like the first one the best even though it wasn't as good as the other two because it was just i had it first and it was new yeah you know and it's it, it's definitely like there was a lot of new stuff being made this year like new ip but the first attempt doesn't tend to be the best right uh-huh. so right. that's why we have stuff on here like borderlands 3 resident evil 2 pokemon sword and shield like those are, like, massive iterations. Uh, you know, Control was new. But was it really? I mean, it was basically Alan Wake. So, like, Control 2 or, you know, Outer Worlds 2 or Jedi Fallen or Rising Sith or whatever. Like, those might end up being absolutely amazing games, but they had to be made by this groundwork that was done this year. Right? So. Definitely. it's just It, it was kind of a weird year, but still definitely some really worthwhile stuff. I think this is a good year for, like, finishing things. Because a lot of the games were smaller. They weren't like thousand hour like grind till you die, like platinum everything style games. Right. Um, yeah. So I think you could experience a lot of smaller stuff this year, which is, I think, good. Uh, so,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: A weaker um, year, but still with some really good stuff in it. <laughs> basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Um, so... Some of the other people who said that, you know, hey, he, hey, here are some of the games that I really enjoyed this year. Um, as I mentioned, Pasty Pasta Man, he's said Resident Evil 2 was his game of the year. Um, as well, uh, our friend uh, Ed's X-Wing, who's joined us for a few shows, um, he said his was um, Bloodstained. Uh which is... I remember the, hearing about that.
1: What is it? It's Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, I believe right. is what it was called. It's from the original creator of Castlevania, I think?
0: Uh, yes, I believe so. And this one came out, I think it was like summertime. Yeah, like late late June. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this was the one that successfully raised uh, like five and a half million from backers on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a big crowdfunder and... Um, did well yeah and this is he said this was his game of the year this year so cool uh, just quick recap um, you number one of course total war three kingdoms uh, mine was the outer worlds um, some other good ones in there uh, but why don't we jump into probably the more interesting debate for this would be yes. game of the decade um, From- that's our next bit we'll do game of the decade with some honorable mentions um and then uh we'll jump into uh like 2020 some anticipated. right
1: so looking at game of the decade this is games that released after basically january 1st 2010 right
0: uh yes i believe so
1: yeah so uh yeah. um, so be
0: 2010 to the
1: last day of 2019 which obviously we don't really have anything coming out for last week or two so no yeah, surprises right. there hopefully that we're missing yeah they're, but they're um surprises with them new half-life or something (laughs) yeah really well they they are kind of doing that (laughs) just not this year
0: yeah that's not a surprise uh
1: so um (laughs) these aren't really in any order um it's just you know we tried to get things of sort of different genres and that we're doing different things and we'll kind of discuss some of that when we get to the honorable mentions too but uh one that we absolutely have to spend 45 minutes talking about basically elder scrolls 5 skyrim
0: yeah um what else is there it, again. I, I don't know if this is something that fully reinvented the wheel, but right. it perfected it, and then it brought so much innovation to, to that genre that would stick with us from you know what. This came out late 2011, so yeah. it came out you know 11, pretty 11, soon, 11. pretty early, um in in the decade. And it's continuing it, to it's, come out on
1: new consoles to this day. To this day,
0: and on like. On top of that, it just it continues to inspire most of the people that want to make, uh, you know, this style of game. Like you can feel this influence in, um, like, the Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. It just it, it does what it does. Incre- like I don't know if there's anything better than this. It, it was, um, it felt important, and it felt um like like impactful like you were making a difference in mm-hmm. this world that you were in um until you went to the other side of you know you went to another town and you're just like oh damn this place is really bad but in a different way yeah it it just like the ecosystem and the the people it it was um straight up it was a living world that a living fantasy world Right. To be specific. Right. That we've never seen before. Even with something that's similar, like Oblivion, we've mm-hmm. never seen anything close to this.
1: Yeah, even taking something like, you know, Fallout 3, that was a lot closer to the release date, same studio and everything, like um like Skyrim was on another level. It was like a game that as it was coming, I remember like watching trailers and looking at previews and shit like that and like, oh wow, this is really cool, it's really interesting. I'm curious to see more of this, and yeah. um, they just—I mean, it was more than you expected. Like, there was games this year that I was looking forward to that I played, and I was like, okay, that—that that wasn't really what I was hoping for, you know. Little, little I was I, maybe I was asking too much out of this or whatever. Sure. And then there was this that was like, oh my god, they're gonna let me do this. Oh my god, I can do this. Oh my god, I can have a house. Oh my god, I can adopt orphans. Like it just kept going. Oh my god, going. I can murder them. No. Oh my god, I can <laughs> kill my own orphans. Like, like, yeah. The companions were really good. The storylines were great. There's always more stuff that's like, oh, I can go collect all the Daedra artifacts. And, I mean, if you do literally every ounce of content in the game, it'll just continue to spawn little random missions for you to go do. Yeah. Um, it it right. was, like, one of the first, like, endless games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just someone absolutely... Someone will run up to you, or a dog will be there, or... Yeah. You know. It, it was era-defining in a big way. Like, <sighs> uh, the big the open-world push was already coming anyways. Yeah. But this helped cement that everybody and their brother was making an open world game. Um, But
0: none of them, I don't think any of them, in this last 10 years, were as good as this one. Right,
1: I agree. Not even close. So, Um, yeah, it really was, like, iconic. Pretty much right out of the gate a year into the decade. And I don't know if it'll ever be trumped. Because, I mean, Bethesda has proven that they can't even hit that level again.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they're... floundering and they don't have this um i don't know what it was i don't know what brought them to have this kind of fucking like this nutsack behind them
2: (laughs) yeah
1: well it was just a total i think it was a random moment where like they didn't like they weren't totally up their own ass yet right you know like fallout 3 had been a big hit and they were like okay we need to carry this momentum because i I think oblivion was popular but Nowhere near this level, obviously.
0: I I wonder, like it had a um, it had a lot going on uh behind the scenes, right from the beginning, from the very beginning. Um, I I believe the concept artists that did Fallout Three did all a lot of the early concept arts for Fallout, which set the level of hype for the game. Um, and I, like I'm gonna have to, like I'm trying to look to see, um, because he had a very interesting name. Hmm. But it, like, his yeah his art style, yeah yeah he did it was yeah. um Adam it, it was Adam Adamowski. What well, I it's I, it's a hard interesting it, very it's Polish Adam, Adam a whiskey. Nice. Um. And uh, yeah, he did. Um, he's a video game concept artist, best known for his work on Fallout Three, uh, Oblivion, yep. and Skyrim. Yep. Um, he uh, ended up dying in 2012 from a complication from lung cancer.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, First yeah, heartbreak of the 20s was his. This was the last like massive thing that he worked on. Mm-hmm. And like it, it's one of those things when you see a lot of people like pour their soul into something. it it, it, it can be taken back. Like I have the art book for Skyrim, and yeah. it is one of the heaviest art books that for me exists. Um, like I have some good ones, like from Dark Horse and you know other places, like for The Last of Us, and um, that that Skyrim one is so detailed. It just and, and it really set that it set that like um, pace for the like what the game was going to be.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. And I, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what they could do to get back on this level. Um, I think in Bethesda's mind, it's let's create Elder Scroll Six that will put us back on this level, but mm-hmm. that's dangerous. You know, it's yeah. it, again, it's like the hype's going to be too real it's gonna to be too big and it's like living up to it just I, I don't know but um, I guess we'll see we're, we'll definitely hear more about Elder right. Scrolls 6 moving forward um, and Starfield because they are working on multiple things right now which again dangerous um, because at this time I don't What I mean what else were they working on they were working on Skyrim right yeah all in one there was nothing else really there so um yeah, definitely this game m- is a must. If not probably <sighs> this is this this one is top 3 of the last decade for sure. In in no specific order because there are others that are in here that are very very important mm-hmm. that um do things in a similar fashion to Skyrim, but uh you know, they did it for realism, or they did it for, um, story, or, you know what I mean? So, it's, um, it's interesting, and we'll get to those. Um, not to call anything lesser, but we do have a few other ones that definitely need to be mentioned, that, -hmm. uh, that will kind of run down. Um, Mass Effect 2 is definitely a game that needs to be, uh... Needs to be mentioned for, um, you know, Game of the Decade. Uh, I believe that one came, that one was literally 2010. Um, mm-hmm. Might have been 2011. Let me see. Let me find it. January 26, 2010 was the initial wow. release. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, and Mass Effect 2 really took from that like, Mass Effect 1. You know, like, it really... You, you had the tip of the iceberg, and then you see the rest of the iceberg.
1: And that's yeah, and what it was, this game did well. It was definitely a weird, um... Kind of intro, and it's definitely got us problems. Uh, I know, like, definitely. a lot of people talk mad shit on, like, the final boss, which is definitely true. Mm-hmm. But, um... Mass Effect 2, I think, did a really good job of having the whole, um... Like... You can be... If, if you're stupid, then your allies will die. Type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, um, if you just, like, dick around the galaxy for, like, you know, a couple hours while it's, like, oh, the final threat is emerging and we must act now to stop it. Like, your companions will die on the final mission. And they will not be referenced in Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Which is amazing. Like, Mass Effect really pioneered, like, pulling the save data forward. Uh, there was stuff in the past, like, I know Witcher 1 and Witcher 2. Um, Witcher 2, you could load your Mass Effect 1 save. But what it did was say, hey, do you have this certain item? Okay, we'll give it to you in, Mass, uh, in uh, Witcher 2. Yeah. Hey, do you have this... Uh, it'll sort of be able to pull in some of your decisions, but really only end state. So it's like, sometimes the game would guess and say, oh, you sided with uh, the elves, and you really didn't, because one particular weird thing happened. So um i think mass effect really nailed that um in mass effect 2 we saw the they they kind of like you said they presented the iceberg like they presented like this is who's pulling the strings and this is what the reapers really are this is what the collectors are uh, it was, kind of revealed the true threat yeah
0: this was star trek and star wars rolled into a ball Correct. It really, really was. If you loved sci-fi, this game mm-hmm. was incredibly important. It had and this
1: is of course like, <clears throat> um, you know, Mass Effect One was Bioware's follow-up to KOTOR. They were like, "Well, right. we don't have the Star Wars license anymore. They won't give it to us again. <laughs> so, we're just going to do our own sci-fi thing that has that kind of vibe." Yeah. And there's and like worked. the Force with biotics, right? There's like, right, right. They don't have the swords, I guess, but that's the only thing missing.
0: Yeah. Uh, the. The, the way that you uh, interact with other people and speak with yeah. them is interesting. The the alien races were...
1: Really good. Mother
0: of God. You see, that's, that's
1: something God. that... Again, talking about Star Wars... Like, every alien in Star Wars basically looks like a human except for the huts. Like, everything is very humanoid. It's like a human body with a weird alien head. Right. 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 And then the difference... Uh, here was that you have like uh was it the elcor that walk on all fours and they're like they have a giant head mm-hmm. um they like they speak very strangely they like announce what they're feeling when they talk it's kind of like hk47 and World republic yeah where they're like because they can't make a lot of emotion in their speech because it's not their natural language so they like kind of just tell you they're like cocky i could have done that You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have the uh, the aliens that have to live in suits because they can't handle the atmosphere, and they're Mm -hmm. like very prone to becoming sick. Um, You have like the giant, like basically orcs. Yeah. The was it Uh, the Krogan? Krogan. Yeah. Yeah. Rex? Krogan? Just absolute lads running (laughs) around. Yeah, they Um, have
0: um, the what are they called? Are they the Solarians?
1: Yeah, Solarians are like the gecko guys, basically.
0: Yeah, they're um. What was that? one's name the it was like oh uh
1: yeah um um i can't remember the name but he's like one of the best allies that you get allies all three games yeah he's amazing yeah
0: yeah um and then there's um the one that he has kind of like green skin he's like an assassin
1: um oh yeah he's a drill so yeah the drill Drill and the hanar are really cool because they're both like fish based the hanar are literally just jellyfish that can like, are telepathic. Yeah. And the Drell, kind of like our servants, like, oh, sort of like a working class mm-hmm. for them because they can't really do things because mm-hmm. they're jellyfish.
0: <laughs> and, like, the, like, man, the whole game has a, just so many decisions and so many, mm-hmm. like.
1: It's good. I mean, it, it really gets into, like, politics. It really gets into the, like, shadowy organization. So, if you were a big fan of that kind of stuff in Star Wars, they have a abundance of that. Yeah, if you were a fan
0: of, like, Firefly, they had a lot of that going on. Like, the character Jack reminds me of Firefly. Yeah. Just fully. Yep. It's like she was plucked right out of the
1: universe. Pretty much. I mean, they definitely, like, Bioware's not afraid to be referential to stuff. Yeah. Um, And then it's the way that the game ramps up and the moments that you get in the conclusions are just so good. I I really want to see a HD Mass Effect trilogy re-release. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, this would be really just to good make wear some money on the side, you know. Yeah, this would be really good to like give that Resident Evil treatment to. Oh yeah, the first yeah. one especially. I mean, the rest of them pretty much hold up, but the first game's almost unplayable.
0: Yeah, it, it would just be it would be nice. And by the time you get the first one out, you know, it would probably be time for the second one. Yeah, it just roll on through. Yeah, interesting characters, great customization, um, great story, and plenty of. Like, twists and turns, definitely yeah. cement Mass to it. And unfortunately, it
1: was game. kind of the peak, I think, that Bioware would hit. Um, people didn't like... I like Dragon Age 2 a lot, but people didn't like Dragon Age 2 as much. Um, you know, Mass Effect 3, a lot of people were uh, kind of upset about how the ending played out. Um, you know, Dragon Age Inquisition, obviously, had a lot of faults. It was great for what it was, but had some issues. Um... And then, you know, Mass Effect Andromeda. Might as well not play it. Uh, yeah. Anthem, might as well not play it. So, would be interested to see where they go. But hopefully this is not, you know, their best thing they ever released. But it's, it's up there. I mean, Mass Effect 2 is really a great game.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Alright, so... <clears throat> continuing to look... Um, we don't have to dive too deep into these Yeah, a lot stuff. of this
1: is, like, pretty well-known.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. The Last of Us is definitely something it, it um the biggest thing that i think it did was made people feel right to, to say like hey this is a game that can video games can make you feel something like a movie can and uh, yeah i think that's the biggest thing that it brought and uh, that's pretty important for um video games because it really the yeah. staples them up there with you know it's not just something mindless that someone does this isn't just you know uh Donkey Kong and Mario anymore it's Mm -hmm. you know this is a cinematic experience that you're getting to make choices in and um, Last of Us is a prime example of that in a a world that is um, very very well done
1: yeah yeah it's a I mean you know Peter Molyneux said you know a game this era will make you cry and he was right. And it yep. was the intro of Last of Us.
0: <laughs> yeah. The first, like, 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. Um, Speaking of making me cry, <laughs> nah, I don't know if this did that, but yeah. this is a good game. Yeah. We're um, talking about very recent God of War. The new God of War. The new God of War. Yeah, the newest the, God of War. 2018.
0: Yeah.
2: Clarice um,
1: Balrog. <clears throat> this game was,
0: again, another game that made you feel. Um, mm. Did it, I mean, it did a good job of that while... Keeping that very stoic uh, main character that you're used to um, yeah. kind of makes him more, um, you know, less of a god while still being a god, but still pulling him, you know, in that like he's human direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it, it told a great story uh, pretty much for me. Everything on that was great. It had, um, it, you know, it, it had its moments where it, it was effortless, and then it had its things that were very much you had to fight for. If you did not fight for it, you were not going to get it. The Valkyrie fight, uh, specifically. Um, so uh, it it was a it was a complete experience, um, and that's why everyone gave it Game of the Year basically last year. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: you know, it was pretty dominant.
0: It was yeah, it was a very dominant. Um, and it looked so good. Those high-res models for, like, Balder and... For, like, they were next-level, man. So, um, that's why that one's up there. Uh, <clears throat>
1: Do you want to, uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's save, save that those one, two for the end. Um, okay. So, yeah, we have... This was kind of a contentious one, I think. Uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead. Uh... It, Again, another one that's like, hey, this game will make you cry. Um, It was a $20 game that won Game of the Year the year it came out. Yeah. Um, You know, it was um, something that they did a really good job of um, bringing in a really interesting cast and doing really interesting storytelling and really good like choose your own adventure style stuff that is all able to be tied up pretty well with the at the end of the first season, especially um it kind of goes off the rails the longer it goes on, but yeah the the first season in particular uh it it started it, the decade off with like we can just do story based games, like your game can be a story with very little gameplay, and that can be really good,
0: right? yeah, yeah, it kind of goes back to that um. Last of Us thing where it's like this
1: is
0: it doesn't just have to be books and movies that you um, you know can experience this good story like you can make this a choose your own adventure in Hmm. you know in in a video game and that's you know that's a lot of what you're doing here you know just kind of hanging out seeing where it takes you and making a decision the decision might be bad
1: um, it but almost certainly will be.
0: It, you know, such is life.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I said earlier, I don't think you get to things like Until Dawn without Telltale's The Walking Dead. Like, certainly there was the the Quantic Dream games to be referenced mm-hmm. there. Heavy Rain yeah, was, you know, last decade. But I think this is the one that really shoved it mainstream. Because I mention Heavy Rain all the time and people don't know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Um, I think Detroit Become Human was the most popular of those and it didn't even do particularly well so right yeah Um,
0: I I agree I mean people don't really I mean this
1: game ultimately led to studio executives not understanding what they had and like completely tanking their own highly successful company
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: so and not only that
0: it had an art style that was putting it in front of yeah a bunch of people like it's putting cell shading it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be you know this hyper realistic game that can right. make you feel. It can be a cell-shaded comic book.
2: hmm
0: Yeah. Definitely, definitely deserves to be uh, talked about. Um, the next one is a game that we both uh, probably played before, but learned a lot about it when we were going to college.
1: Yeah, this is a big, like... Again, this is one of the games that's, like, um, critically speaking, it's, like, much better than the game actually really is like um super beloved it's uh gone home yep um straight from my boys in portland (laughs) they've made another game that wasn't as good but uh gone home is like a a team of almost all uh ex-bioshock 2 designers which is kind of funny um and yeah i mean it's basically like you're a you're a you come home to your family's new home that you haven't really lived in since you've been in college and uh, there's kind of like a mystery and that house is abandoned you don't know why and you just kind of walk around and find shit out yeah um, turn on lamps look through drawers
0: yeah. see what there's no combat you
1: know, there's I, I don't think there's any other actual physical characters at all um, they are just so. wandering around listening to audio tapes but it's you know done in a sort of intelligent way um, just kind of learning I mean like it's the idea that, like, what can you learn about, you know, if you, like, just walk into a house and start looking at the things that people have and the things they leave sitting out and the notes they have on their fridge, what can you learn about them? Yeah. Um. You know, what can you, like, especially when it's your own house, like, imagine if you just walked into your parents' room and started going through their shit. Yeah. Right? Like, spooky. <laughs> Yeah, and the whole um, game
0: feels spooky. It's all—it's very, very. I mean, like
1: dark. the whole time I was playing, I was thinking that I was about to be attacked. I mean, this game in the very beginning scared the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, it keeps you, it keeps you. Um, yeah, tense. and there's a couple
1: moments in the game that are scripted, like not really jump scares, but like little just spooky moments. Yeah. Um. And it's. I mean, it. This was the walking simulator game that broke out. There was a couple that came before. Mm -hmm. but this one was really successful and like you said in school it was like um like this is game design yeah this is what it was held up as this is
0: this is what you need to learn
1: right like be successful like um it's constrained it knows what it's doing it it starts from a you know it's trying to tell you one thing it Mm -hmm. starts from a certain and ends at a certain point intelligently um you know there's stuff there's extra stuff you can get and there's stuff you can miss and that's all fine
0: it, 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 yeah it won't
1: affect right um, it's just, the, yeah, it just it, it's such a i mean you can once you know what the trick is you can just go complete the game in like 5 seconds yeah and the game allows you to do that and it's fine but you get a different story depending on what's happening and uh it's just i mean i mean really amazing
2: yeah
0: um it's hard to like Pinpoint a game where you can be like, "This is a, this game is perfect at what it does," and this right. this game is damn near close, damn near close to the perfect game, on,
1: you know what it does
0: on the walking simulator on right um, storytelling the sort of an exploratory
1: environmental storytelling thing exactly, and it's um, uh, it's really interesting, um. The way that it's kind of able to build this story for you um, with basically nothing, with an environment right? Yeah um, So yeah, I mean it's, it's something that I really um,
0: if, if you haven't played this take the time, you know, you can yeah. get this, It's you can spend money on this and you should
1: um,
0: Yeah, definitely play this one for
2: sure
1: and it's, you know, again, it, it helped launch all of the other walking simulators, which ultimately leads to the culmination of all walking simulators, Death Stranding. Death Stranding,
2: yeah.
0: All right, so moving on to another one that's really big. We It gets referred to a lot. Um, just Dark Souls in
1: general. Um, yeah. It's not so, even just, you know... Uh, not da- any particular Dark Souls game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would include I did- Bloodborne and Sekiro in this, even. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, the first Dark Souls, um, let me see on exactly the date that that first Dark Souls came out. Uh, September 22nd, 2011. Yeah. Um, 2011, 2011 f- was a big year. 2011 was a huge year. Um, this really put difficult games back in the hands of gamers. It wasn't I mean we lived a long time and I and I still I, I still believe that it made us a little soft. Mm. Um games used to be more difficult and then tutorials and you know hand holding and you know it, it, a lot of um things that help you know craft good story but it holds gameplay back um and those people that are crafting a good story don't necessarily want to have um apex gameplay right and this game creates that apex gameplay Um, This is, it's very, uh, like, methodical. It does exactly what it wants to do. And your inputs, though Hmm. might be delayed, are incredibly, are incredibly precise.
1: Right, Um, yeah, if you know what you're doing, you can do some amazing shit in this game.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very much so you deciding... Like, you're not so much playing a game. It really reminds me of people who competitively play something like um, like Donkey Kong
1: or Donkey mm-hmm. Kong Jr. Yeah, like speedrunners. Where they're that type looking... Of thing. that just such a high level of control.
0: Yeah, they're looking for cues. And they're seeing things in a different way. Outside of seeing it like a video game. You're seeing mm-hmm. it as... It's almost like seeing it as, like,
1: math. It's weird. Yeah, um, it's like seeing the matrix behind the code. You know what I mean? Like... Right, right. And... Um,
0: this that's exactly what this game does. It, it, the players wait for the character to turn their body a specific way or raise their hand a specific way before they go in for the attack or to roll or, you know, to be in the right place. And, um, yeah, th- this game does that with um, a very, like, a very heavy metal. Like, overtone across the whole thing. I mean, for Christ's sake, there's like a skeleton man that's made of like fog, bones, and he has like a scythe hand. Like it Dang. it's I mean, there's there's dragons, it's like it's medieval fantasy and more. Mm-hmm. It it this this game holds a lot. Um and it it all wraps around a very very Consistent gameplay mechanic, yeah. and yeah, yeah, I mean, when you're looking for that ty- that type of game across this last ten years, we've got games that I, I, we've said it a lot more than I, I've ever said it before. But I want to play this kind of game because it'll scratch the edge.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it didn't used to be that it used to be here's you know a fighting game, and uh, fighting games are fine, and here's a racing game, and here's a platformer, and um. This created like subgenres within it that mm-hmm. make you feel a specific way, and this does that with its gameplay, its action gameplay. This is not; it's no longer an action game; it's a strategy action game. It, you have to; you've got to go in knowing what you're doing, right. and if you don't, you're going to get hammered on for a long time, which is in, uh, you know, the case of, um, you know, Pasty Pasta Man. He couldn't even get into these games until Bloodborne, which softened that below, mm-hmm. and he started being able to like pay attention to what was happening. And right. with that, he ended up going back and playing Dark Souls, or he ended up going forward, he played the majority of Dark Souls 3 with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is, you know, That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, it, it's this is something that he was like, no, absolutely. Going from that to this is one of my favorite things is very, very telling on, yeah. um, you know, what kind of thing you're looking at. There's a learning curve, and once you learn it, you feel better about yourself.
1: That's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting. Like, it, it's, um, you know, if you are searching for that challenge, like, it, we were even talking about other stuff like, you know, Cuphead. Yeah, exists because Dark Souls made hard fun again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um there, there's a lot of I mean like even looking at some really weird stuff like you said, like hard has become like a subgenre, right? Yeah. So like if you look at like uh, Frostpunk, it's brutally difficult. And that's the point. Like there is a way to win. You know, but you know, you have to figure it out. It's that type of thing like okay, you can't hit this guy straight on. You have to wait for him to tire himself out and then sneak in some hits in the back or, you know, whatever the strategy happens to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can translate to basically anything. And, like, you know, I'm typically not looking for challenge in games. Like, that's Mm -hmm. not... I'm not playing because I want to be good at anything. Yeah. Like, I'm typically playing for a story or for just having something to do. And I think uh, there's some other good examples of games that aren't particularly hard but are just good time passers. Sure. Um <clears throat> MMOs might be something like that, right?
0: Right, right. And
1: um yeah. I, there's hard MMOs too, but Definitely.
0: Yeah, and you know, this this game really focused one of the other things that I think it excels on mm-hmm. is um and it all harkens back to that that detail to gameplay, but um hitboxes. Your character has a box around him and you have to come to terms with that. You know, you have to know your range, and you have to know, you know, like, your your character's limits. Um, You can go any direction from the beginning of this game. Mm. And you can achieve some pretty crazy things right out of the gate um, with basic equipment. Um, But not everyone can do that. It just right. it, it you have to have that you have to have that knowledge, um, and yeah this this game this game is it's the easiest the, the easiest way for me to describe this is it is something else.
1: It's just a different type of thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, you, I mean, from the beginning, you can roll your character bad. Oh yeah, that can ruin your whole game. You can just fuck up. Like, some people are like, oh, I got this really big weapon. Like, some people will get a really big weapon, and they'll be like, that's what I need. I need that big weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they re-roll, they re-roll their character, and they wield a big weapon, and it feels clunky. And they're like, I just wasted so much time yeah, going back and re-rolling this character. Um, and... Uh, it. <sighs> It rewards you for your patience And it it, This game Penalizes you For your You know lack thereof It's it's very wild Um, But Yeah the Dark Souls Definitely deserves a
1: uh, um, Definitely deserves a spot On the top of this list somewhere I mean it's just been so influential and I think a lot of these games have that same type of thing where they've just been whether or not it's something that like one particular person's super into like mm-hmm. you can't deny that it's had a massive effect on the industry.
0: Yeah, I mean something as simple as like the the kill all for most of the creatures in this game is I should get behind them. Right. It's something I mean, it's, it's a very simple mechanic that it, even he, the
1: stuff like um kind of being able to trust your players with, like, obscuring story in some ways. Yeah. That's like, okay, we're not just going to tell you, like, there's not going to be a 40-minute cutscene that's like, um, okay, so this dragon, like, did this and then he fell down and it, like, caused this to happen and then this other thing made him do this. Like, you have to learn that from reading item descriptions and just kind of piecing things together from the lore of, like, what you see.
0: Yeah, yeah. And a lot of this, you know, harkens back to the internet as well, you know, Mm. working together. Um we saw um what was it pt on one of the list of the top games of the decade which it's yeah. not a game which is funny
1: that's fine um, but it was influential i mean it completely re-rolled how resident evil 7 was laid out right
0: yep, yep.
2: Um, it,
1: it
0: brought horror to a different a new level, level when there was yeah. literally nothing there was like uh like soma and amnesia Mm -hmm. There was, and I think maybe Outlast had started going, but this was something very different. And, yeah. Just another influential thing in the big list of hey, these are all influential. Um, Up next is a
1: pretty uh, self-explanatory one. Um, Number one selling game of all time in terms of units. Yep, Minecraft.
0: Um... I, I haven't looked too heavily into Minecraft on, like, exactly, like, how it was built. Was this built by one
1: person? Uh, it was a small team. It was, it was like five
0: created um, by Swedish developer Marcus Pearson, uh, otherwise known as N- uh, Notch, released by Mojang in 2011 and perched by Microsoft
1: in 2014. Um, Sad so to report that Notch turns out to be a total asshole. Uh,
0: it sold... 180 million copies across all platforms by late 2019.
1: Uh, yeah, four people total worked See, on Minecraft.
0: that's insane. And it it's Well, the so original simple. Minecraft. It's so simple. You know, the idea of the whole thing is simple. Everything's made of blocks. Let's crudely texture the blocks. That That's the whole game. And you can... Everything is, like, malleable. Um... So, I mean, I didn't want to go too long on Minecraft, but it being, like, just looking at the unit sold, that's that's impressive. Um, it also brings in, very much so a younger audience, I think, because parents are like, oh, this is wholesome. You know, they can basically live a character's life and it's not about sniping a Nazi at, you know, like, 300 yards, or whatever. Um, So, yeah, that one, I mean, I don't have too much to say about it, but definitely.
1: $2.5 billion deal when Microsoft bought Mojang. God damn. That's that's a big boy.
0: It's it's definitely warped into something completely different with... um, RPG modes and... Story modes. Story modes. um, Dungeons, yeah. Crawlers, yeah. Uh, Even an annual um,
1: con. Minecon. Right. Minecon. That's a you gotta be real careful with that. Gotta be careful with that one. <laughs> Minecraft. Minecon. <laughs> Fill in the rest, folks. Uh, so we'll go ahead and do what my <laughs> game of the decade is, which I think is fairly obvious again. Yeah. Uh yeah. The Witcher Three Wild Hunt.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Widely considered to be one of the best RPGs certainly ever made. One of the best games ever made. I mean, it's... Again, one of those things where, like, okay, was The Witcher 1 an amazing Game of the Year style game? Absolutely not. Was The Witcher 2? No, but, you know, I could see some interest it in it. And it's it was getting somewhere, and it was kind of filling, like, a fable type void or whatever. And then mm-hmm. this third game comes out, dude. Changed of course, everything.
0: we, you know, if you've listened... Our first story mode was on this. Right. That right. is very telling.
1: It's for a reason.
0: Um... <laughs> Now, uh, this game, uh, originally releasing, uh, May 2015 for PS4, Xbox One, um, let me see here, yeah, it was a 2015 game, um, yeah. initially. Um, so, that's, um, you know, about halfway, I guess, and, uh, it, 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 came out swingy. i don't understand where this came from this literally almost came out of nowhere
1: yeah i mean they it went from a studio that you know they they borrowed the engine that bioware used to make um you know a isometric rpg and they instead made a sort of rhythm-based action game right (laughs) yeah i guess um but you know it's certainly heavy rpg elements Um, And then from there, they were like, oh, okay. Um, So we're going to make kind of, again, like sort of like a fable-ish style, over-the-shoulder, third-person, you know, monster fighting thing. But there's kind of like some weird politics going on, and like you're choosing sides in this big conflict, and making a lot of decisions.
0: There's like, um, you also have like personal affairs that you're tending Mm -hmm. to. This right. is a lot of things rolled into one, and you'll notice that that's a trend with your game, a lot of, of the decade, and my game of the decade yeah. Yeah.
1: is they're both very, very, and much they're so. like culminations of a long period of work. Right?
0: Yeah, it's a lot of things coming together to make them perfect, in, right. in, in a way, um, and you know, this one, this one does it in the RPG sense, and it's surprising that we don't honestly have the same. Get, like game of the decade, it, mm-hmm. this is definitely uh, this. This one's definitely pretty big for me too.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's. Um, I don't know. It's like it, it's. There's a lot to say, but at the same time, it's like we have said it a million times. We, we've we've said it a million times, and like the faults of this game are like it, it's something that is like so forgivable. Like you do a lot of combat. The combat's not great. No. But it's like, dude. I'm coming up on, like, one of my favorite games. Probably my favorite game of all time is Nice Old Republic. The combat fucking sucks in that game. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not It's not that it's kind of difficult and it's, you know, it would be better if they improved it. It's, like, it's literally a negative on the game. Like, it hurts it. It makes it worse. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's, like, in, in this, it's just, like, in the this combat's the- good enough. combat's fine. Right. For sure. It's hard to get across that idea. Like, the Netflix Witcher TV show does a really good job of, like, Girl to God, like, the Witchers are like super difficult to. They're they're in combat. They're 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 greater than you know. Yeah. They're X Men, like. For sure. And it's it's really interesting. I definitely would recommend the show. By the way, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, Witcher Three Wild Hunt, the DLC. I mean, one of the DLCs was lit, was it won Game of the Year the year it came out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, you you. It's not gonna get. It's not gonna get bigger than that.
1: Yeah, and it's it's uh, I guess we don't really super know what kind of impact it's had on the games industry yet. Mm-hmm. I know more and more people are trying to do the expanded universe type shit. Yeah, very, so maybe, very smart. I but, mean, I don't know if that that could be more related to like <clears throat> Marvel or Star Wars or just, yeah. It's hard to say. Disney but, buying everything. Yeah, yeah. Disney is going to own CD Projekt Red here in a year or two, probably. A Couple weeks. Elsa's is going to be in. Uh, cyberpunk
0: tris is gonna be a disney princess
1: yeah elsa's feet are a major cyberpunk plot point elsa's feet pics have you seen that tweet it's very good
0: (laughs) but yeah um definitely uh this this cemented a um something new in a world where we have been getting the same mundane stuff over and over again even if the third one was your first one that you played that which probably which was for made a it, ton of people that probably made it better to be honest yeah. um, but one and two tell a really good story you can check all that out of course on our story mode um, and that really sets up for what we're you know what would become you know your game of the decade arguably the biggest game of the decade
2: mm-hmm
0: Alright, and uh, we'll go ahead and jump to mine before we uh, hop into some honorable mentions um, for me, and it completely comes down to mechanically how a game should function and uh, like when you when things are done right um, like what can be achieved uh, it would be Grand Theft Auto 5 um, right. it, it doesn't have anything to do with the online the, um, the duration of the game is, and how long it's been going, uh, you know, the game did release, uh, it was a PS3 game, um, and then it uh, ended up coming out on PS4. Uh, initial release uh, September 17th, 2013. Um, the Grand Theft Auto gets, uh, of course, demonized a lot, because it's the game, you're murdering people
1: half the time. Oh yeah, you're absolutely a scumbag. You, you are... what
0: your parents fear. Right. You know? Um, Now, Grand Theft Auto 4 introduced you to Nico Bellic and his cousin who always wanted to go bullying. But it also introduced you to a few other people. Um, A uh, nightclub owner and his bouncer. And it also Mm -hmm. introduced you to um, a uh, leader of a biker gang. And in Grand Theft Auto 4 they were all searching for uh, this very sought after diamond it was an immediate payday it was huge right Mm -hmm. well throughout the main game of Grand Theft Auto 4 and the DLCs which would be the Ballad of Gay Tony and the Lost and the Damned um, all three of these the two DLCs and the main game intersect at certain points they're all running into each other they're all going after the same thing they all want that diamond And this idea is what, in my mind, and it has to be for Rockstar, um, was the lead-up to what was going to be Grand Theft Auto V. Telling the story of three different, very different people. In a world that is incredibly massive. Um, And they're trying to coexist to, you know, complete a goal. One of them says okay I love the thrill I'm addicted to the thrill mm-hmm. and he's completely not telling that in reality he has to do this right it's not just he's addicted to the thrill he's bored he this is this is his this is how he alleviates boredom well um, it's it's who he is right right he is a psychopath like he doesn't um, have
2: anything
1: else
0: but he dresses. In a business suit, right? And it's and that right there is telling on the kind of people who, you know, are mm. running this world. You're right. Um, the second character loves mayhem, and he does not try to hide it. it. Well,
1: really, he's the same guy, but he's a deliberated version, right? Yes,
0: he's the version who has no, like, no problems with what's going on. Even here in the video, you see the guy in the business that would be in the business suit held at gunpoint, the guy who loves the mayhem just shot the dude right in the head. He didn't even... There was no hesitation. Right. It's it's what he does. And he continues to try to get this... You know, this thrill of... Like, it. the money doesn't matter. What matters is the excitement of making it happen. And then the last person becomes kind of a mentor... Uh, becomes a mentee. And... Mm-hmm. He, he's sick of living in a life of poverty. He yeah. doesn't want this mediocre life. He wants a nice life, and he wants to do it. He wants to do it quickly. Um, and they tell this story across. Depending on how long you play, this could be a hundred and twenty-hour game.
2: Yeah,
0: story-wise, um, with tons of side stories, like vibrant people in the world that you'll meet. Like they even had like straight up just one of the characters was a juggalo mm-hmm. and he was amazing <laughs> it's like it's it's such a wild thing um, mechanically it, this game nailed down exactly how um, like gunplay should work in a game like this how your body should move I almost fully shit my pants the first time I saw a character step up a curb in their weight shift yeah this game is the definition of that it it's it, it's not resting on the you know it's not resting on what it's done in the past it's it, it knows what it's done in the past and then it doesn't care what it's done in the past and it just it, it builds on it so heavily that it makes it like unbelievable that video game can get to that quality specifically just looking at the story mode as i said the online is a completely different thing it's a different game at this point in my hmm. mind um and it's it's the detail that these guys have managed to like to get into the game like it's it's just incredible that your character can just, like, the way they walk through a door, the way they mm-hmm. interact with um, the terrain, the way that they even, like, reload weapons or, like, play around in, um, like, in a car in snow. It's it it's things that other companies, I feel like, take for granted and just go, oh, the player won't notice that. And mm-hmm. they did not ignore that at all. They They went, oh, the player will notice that. And it'll make the experience better. So, um, for me, it, it's all of those things put mm-hmm. together that make this the powerhouse
1: of this last decade. Make it the most important thing that came out. Um, and again, I think it's another thing that we won't really know what the full impact of it is for probably a few more years. Um, I mean, we certainly see some of that same stuff carry on into like Red Dead 2. Yeah, yeah, and that was um, hailed
0: uh, in, a, in a lot of places as the
1: game
2: of the decade.
1: Yeah, I think that this game just ate its fucking lunch. Yeah. like it Even just... Red Dead 1 was, yeah, like, wh- uh, 2010, right? Twenty Maybe the end of 2009, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah it's the type of thing that's, like, we didn't want to have, and we're going to get into the, uh, the uh, honorable mentions here, and it, this is part of the reason why, like, the games that we put in as our top 10 i think did the same stuff as a lot of the honorable mentions did and did it sometimes better mm-hmm. or sometimes just different yeah but it was. Um, it was
0: um it was pretty early it was may 18th 2010 for red dead redemption
1: yeah so i mean obviously red dead redemption excuse me one doesn't hold a candle to um gta 5
0: yeah in and terms I don't, of what's
1: going on and it, they're not even really going for the same thing
0: and i don't think two does either I I think two does some pretty cool things. It does. It's just more focused things. down, right? And it gives you that open world, but um, you know that that open world in a different setting. It it feels similar, but mm. it doesn't have the things. And it might be a time issue. The time periods were different. You know, eighteen ninety nine is different than you know twenty seventeen or whatever, right? Um. 2015 uh you know and they just there just wasn't maybe there you know there's not as much to do the the horse you know uh, riding horses is fine um Mm. but damn like looking at something like uh all the different cars just think about all the different cars and how they're you know how they're different like they have different um you know top speed some have better acceleration some of them have better handling some of them you know uh, have like meteor tires some of them turn like the, the turning radius is tighter it's it's all it's all there and that's just talking about that which you can't achieve with horses you can mm-hmm. make them run a different speed I guess but you can't really make a horse handle better on ice you know what I mean yeah it just and, and I think it's things like that. It's everything is coming together for the Grand Theft Auto game where it's just I don't know if it's possible with something like Red Dead Redemption, but it still makes for a damn good game. Yeah. yeah. Alright, I think we've talked enough about the game of the decade. Of course, mine being Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, yours being um, The Witcher Three.
1: Well, and probably the real answer being Skyrim.
0: The real answer for everyone is probably Skyrim. Yeah. Because it did some pretty wild...
1: Skyrim changes. sold 786 copies on a microwave.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't even a good <laughs> microwave. Like, there was newer models of the microwave. Yeah, it was a Samsung R750. <laughs> 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 oh, the fucking
1: God. R800 is way better.
0: It couldn't even... Like, that. Uh, the one that it released
1: on couldn't even heat up the R800's underwear. That's true. Sad damn big um, uh I'm, we're big r800 stands here in we the, are yeah <laughs> fucking r800 <laughs> samsung uh microwave v2 podcast
0: okay getting ready to <laughs> i'm gonna set that up so we can have the thank you the so of
1: um we do have additional uh honorable mentions for stuff that either was like community mentions which is i mean definitely something we want to you know uh, get more of mm-hmm. and also um just other games that we would have put on the list but we just <laughs> felt that somebody else ate their lunch um so yeah. starting with uh this was a viewer suggestion uh doom 2016 yeah uh um, kind of like i guess it what it does really good is it takes here's this thing you know and we did it better like we did it right um it's look. a re it's a complete redo like it's a whole new thing yeah but based on the previous thing so certainly the resident <sighs> evils the, the newer Resident Evil games have this to reference to. Yeah. Uh, something like the new Shadow of the Colossus that came out in 2018 has this to reference back to. Um, of course. Definitely good.
0: Uh, as well, we have uh, the one-man wrecking crew mm. that created Stardew Valley. Jesus. Uh, this one came from Kesaria, who uh, you know has worked with us a decent amount in the past. Um, yeah. And it came down to what she spent the most time playing. In this last decade, um, right? And uh, Stardew Valley is fantastic. There's a lot to do. There's it's it's a it's it has um, you know a home building. It has a relationship manager. It has it has your mini games. It has your exploration. I mean, it has all of that in a very charming art style, and the game is like never ending. Yeah you can just keep going you know um yeah so, it's a uh, it definitely understandable. like
1: it's like a new version of like the harvest moon idea basically yeah um really well done i, I enjoyed that game a lot too
2: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah. it hasn't really had a wider impact i think because we don't see a lot of like there's a few stardew valley clones but we don't really see a lot of that i know those guys are working
0: on a um like
1: the, the witch
0: school the, game yeah it's like it's so. basically like harry potter i think yeah um but we haven't seen that yet right that's
1: something Not that's... Yeah, we've heard about it. We've but heard we about it. it. Right. Yeah. So that'll be kind of cool to see um, um, what they do moving forward. Right. Uh, similar, I think, and kind of the same idea, except this one did influence other games, Destiny. Um, yeah. So this was, uh, this was a write-in, right?
0: Yeah. Well, this one was uh, from um, someone who's joined us on the show several times. We mentioned his uh, game of the year, Bloodstained. Um, hmm. This was his game of the decade. It's Ed's X-Wing.
1: Right. Um, so I think for us in particular Destiny missed it um, you know for us too where it was we were kind of sold on more and then delivered less yeah. um, but certainly like I think Destiny 2 is probably one of the stories of the year for a company turning a game around um, you know the the fact that Bungie had to like repurchase their freedom again for like the fifth time Yeah. Um, It's very interesting back story type stuff. And then the fact that everybody was trying to emulate Destiny, despite Destiny not really doing that great.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, it certainly wasn't a Halo killer or anything like that.
0: No, not at all. So, Um,
1: it's kind of unusual that people were so hung up on trying to copy it. Um, But I can see why. I mean, again, it's the promise of the, like, forever game, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Very much so. You know, they what this game suffered from is just and I mentioned it probably a ton of times is like they like did not define what their game was. Mm-hmm. So people that were talking about it who
1: were kind of talking out of their ass a little not bit not yeah. have
0: been talking about it ended up you know like misleading people. Not yep. at the fault of the developer really, but at the fault of um you know who they like our like our retail video game store boss told us because he was told by a vendor who was told by someone who worked uh at a lesser job Mm -hmm. for the company on what that is
2: yeah
0: and that led to you know he said she said we ended up with a completely wrong thing down the line far through the grapevine um, explanation of what this was and the initial step in for Destiny was really cool. I I, I really enjoyed it. For me I, I would have to leave it in honorable mentions just because I wouldn't go back to it and I, it's yeah. not something that I have any interest in going back to um, but I am very interested in going back to or going back to something bungee oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe if they release a, something new in the Destiny universe uh, solo, I might be interested. Um, yeah. But uh, as of now, I, like not for me, dog. But I see why he says why he says it. it's been going strong for a while. It has a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good fan base, and um, it does what it does pretty well it's shooting mechanic is fantastic where it falls apart was like it's loot mechanic yeah uh but neither here nor there um as well a pretty big one that a lot of people were talking about was uh and this was like fan mentioned um last year's spider-man um I mean, I guess I don't get why this one was so big. I really liked the game. Um, no, yeah, for sure. It was
1: like it was one of the things where I was like, "Okay, this is what a Spider-Man game is supposed to be." Of right? course, like Very, they nailed what they were going for. It was really good. It was uh, the right length, which is a little short, yep, but not super short.
0: But it still gave you things to go back
2: to, go mm-hmm. back and and there's there's a whole
1: do. like rise and fall and rise again storyline going on that was really good. Um, the acting. Was really good in it, I think. Uh, the voice acting was great. Because Spider Man's kind of tough because he can become like an annoying dickhead pretty easily. Yeah. Um, which they avoided. Uh, yeah, I mean, taking a story that you know and doing it again with maybe a couple new characters that you weren't expecting and, you know. Yeah, yeah just dodged talking- the whole like intro thing, which I think the Spider Man movies have gotten better about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was really good. I, I don't. I mean, it wasn't even the game of its year. No. So I don't know why. Yeah, people were really big on it for some reason, which yeah, was this cool.
0: this one might have been the one that was mentioned. The it was most. really
1: good at at reaching out to I think new groups of people that might not have previously wanted to play the game.
0: Well, I mean, inherently,
1: people love Spider-Man. Yeah, he's they, one of the most popular he's, superheroes. right? He's
0: very, very popular. He's he's easily likable,
1: and mm-hmm. that's
0: why he's been so successful. Like Stan right. Lee was very, very, um, like very honest about this like spider-man is who he would be if he was a superhero because right. he's unsure he's he, he's constantly trying to do the right thing but sometimes it might not be the right thing mm-hmm. it just might be the way that his mind
1: perceives the right thing um yeah and he and he knows that he has faults yeah and he he knows that he does the wrong thing sometimes right so,
0: and immediately he's the most relatable superhero mm-hmm. in all of superheroes in all of dc marvel uh you know image like you just there's nobody else that is like him and this game but we just saw the part where he jumps out the window in the beginning and they let you almost immediately take control of the character they didn't let mm-hmm. that beginning go on too long and you immediately right. start
1: swinging they
0: knew what and the there is like a thing was
1: there's a funny trope in the game too that's like uh he will be like oh shit i gotta go i'm taking too long yeah. And then, like, make you move along. Because they know that it's like, we could get stuck in this. And people are not going to be into that. Yeah. So.
0: So, I mean, uh, y- they know what... They knew exactly what their fans... What the fans of Spider-Man wanted. They wanted to right. be able to swing around the city. They wanted a fun story. And they wanted it to be action-packed. And they delivered on that right. on every front. Um, yeah, they definitely nailed it. We can't... This... And, again... You know, we have no idea of the full impact of this because we don't know what where they're going next. We don't know what's next
1: for, um, you know, this version of uh, Peter Parker. Um, right. We do know that Insomniac is now part of Sony because of this.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And because I mean, they've been working with Sony for a long time. So
0: since since I, like I was a kid, they yeah. were working with Sony. Like the like their characters were Sony. Mascots, basically, that we didn't, uh, you know, that that we didn't really see, yeah. um, and uh, so just some of the things that this game did, like behind the scenes, yeah. was incredibly impressive. You can see in almost every window of the skyscrapers, and it's the way that they had set up the modulized rooms, like the modular rooms, mm-hmm. um, and it did cause a weird instance at the corner of where. You know, you're at the corner room, but you see a wall. Yeah. And then you go to the other corner of that same room, and you see another wall that, like, (laughs) you shouldn't be able to see through. There was a wall there. Why is there not windows? Right. Um, Right. So it it created that, but that's not something you're going to find unless you're, like, really, really, like, looking for it or, you know, dissecting the game. But that system is right up there with, like, the snowdrop engine on the way that they can draw out their lines of their buildings And it's, it's a drag and drop. It's not really a, you know, it's not really like I need to create this building and it needs to go here from scratch. It's like, here's all of these like buildings that we put together and, uh, they just function properly. So, um, you know, not only does it play well, it's, um, a smart, it it was put together with, um, uh, you know, the, the artists and designers in mind. So very cool.
2: Very cool
1: yeah i guess we could we'll probably see where this goes because it's kind of doing a version of the arkham combat yeah um so maybe we'll see the next generation of batman game and the next generation of other superman games kind of integrate that a little bit so the combat was really well paced
0: ninja turtles
1: ninja turtles would be great <laughs> I, I want them to be working on ninja turtles so bad i like uh rock mm-hmm. that's what they're named after i mean yep it yeah. only only makes sense and then our final honorable mention, which, again, this was a, uh, a fan recommendation, uh, Horizon from, Zero Dawn. Coming from Grimothy Allen. Uh, yeah, so... Um, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn, again, it was something that I didn't get super into. Like, it was a, another one of those things that, like, a lot of people were talking about, and I played it for a little while, and I'm like, okay, I've, I've already gotten my fill of this from the last, like, 47 years of Assassin's Creed games. Right. But... It was good enough to put Herman Holst in charge of Sony Inter- International. So,
0: yeah, yeah, and that was one of the big reasons why we were like, yeah, let's go
1: ahead. Yeah, because um, that's going to have a huge impact.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's very big. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, it's it's not one that I jumped into. Like, I still to this day have yet to play this game.
1: I haven't beaten it. I've definitely played it.
0: Um, but Grim, he went on to play this game and not only that, you know, create several like, hey, this is how you do this online Um, and, uh, you know his YouTube's actually pretty successful it has Mm -hmm. a a lot of views for things like that, like, hey where do you find, you know, this specific item Um, and, uh, you know that's that's really cool,
1: I think Um, so kind of a game like helping to like build a community if you are willing to take it that way it's really cool yeah yeah, and allowing secrets you know like allowing stuff that's like okay this is really hard to find and only the best players are going to be able to find this and other people are going to have to like ask for help right
2: yeah yeah
1: uh so yeah we'll roll into our most anticipated for 2020 and i guess possibly beyond if a couple of these get delayed Yeah, Um, but what we currently believe to be twenty (laughs) twenty.
0: Um. Yeah, we have we have a few here. We had uh. You know, about ten that we wanted to go ahead and um, you know, chat about. Um. Not in any particular order, really. Uh, I wonder if we should start at the bottom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's start at the bottom. So we got one that is. This is not something that I anticipate to be a game of the decade. This is not something that I anticipate to be game-changing in any way.
0: It's right. just something
1: I want and something I need. You know? Yeah, yeah. The, the primal part of me. We've Man been Eater.
0: talking about it. Maneater. Exactly. Um, Maneater, if you guys haven't really been paying attention, is the game where you play the shark and you eat people. Um, yep. Pretty simple concept. We've seen it on mobile. You can actually download a few of those games right now. Um, yep. This one's very, very um, Detailed uh done of course um as we had seen i think for the past like e3 probably about the last year and a half tripwires doing it um Mm -hmm. something very cool about like diving down deep as a shark wiggling your way to the surface and just exploding out of the water with a person in your mouth that's fucking crazy um not only that you evolve get bigger um, can you get different abilities? This is gonna yep. go off the rails rather fast.
1: Yep. Um so It uh, seems that there might be like a story.
0: It seems like there might be a story, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Um, super excited for that. But yeah, just goofy stuff that we've seen like the shark hopping into like a pool. Like yeah. a like a freshwater pool or whatever. Legend. Um and then a hopping out you also see him like hopping across Slapping the water. Slapping stuff course. with his tail. Yeah. Yeah. Just all sorts of junk that just uh, make... Things like this make for a good game. Um, Up next, we also had... uh, This one's probably more Your Wheelhouse. I haven't really jumped into it too
2: much, but I wanted to put
0: it up there because I keep seeing more and I keep getting more excited, but uh, Vampire the
1: Masquerade Bloodlines 2.
2: Um, Right, so
1: we're definitely going to have to get some more time with it and see a little bit more of it. But uh, right now, I mean, Vampire the Masquerade's Bloodlines... The original game was really huge in a certain sector of hardcore RPG fans. It's definitely tough to go back to now. Mm -hmm. Um, But super interesting. Um, Really deep story, really deep RPG mechanics. Very replayable. Because you choose, like, the type of character you create has a lot of options. So, um, you know, without, like, spoiling anything. So uh, that can hopefully allow you to play through the game a couple times and a lot of different things going on story-wise in game so definitely excited to see that um another one that again is something that's like okay i'm i'm really interested in this but i just need to see more yeah Uh, ghost of tsushima
0: yeah yeah we've seen i mean i feel like we've seen a decent amount for ghost of tsushima Um, we've got a few trailers uh game awards gave us a, a brand new one um that was uh Pretty big. You said it kind of took you out of it as compared to the last trailer.
1: I I really liked the first trailer. The second trailer was just a little bit too much Sekiro for me. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see, um, I can see that. But uh, I mean, we've seen a healthy amount on this game, Uh, Mm. just you know, kind of in general. Um, But I, I can't wait to see what what we're looking like combat wise you know getting a little closer to let's talk about gameplay rather than getting these really nice pieces of uh, um, you know getting these nice pieces of like cinematic uh, mm-hmm. so um, I agree yeah that's definitely something that we that we're going to be looking forward to Yeah, and I like samurai show. so yeah let's do some samurai shit um, this next one might be a little unheard of Um but we had to put it on the list just because uh, I, I know it's my style of game, and you're uh, you know you're, you're no um, hell yeah uh, like stranger to it. Uh, but Empire of Sin, um, mm. this one is oh, man, it there's something about that time period of mobsters and like prohibition and. That, that draws people in. The guns are really yeah. primal, and them incorporating uh, like an XCOM style for that is mm-hmm. really, really, really cool. The yeah. the you know the towns are new, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The like everything's new in in this uh, you know in this town, and it like Time automobiles. Fuck it up. It, yeah, it's it
1: it's, Let's put some holes in this bitch it's such
0: a- like it's a time period that is so interesting mm-hmm. that you know none of us happen to see the horrors or live through you know we just get the romanticized version of right um and there's something just so alluring about it you know the air is filled with like
1: cigarette smoke and you can smell bourbon like mm-hmm. it's and you it's don't so even die different. from lung cancer you don't you won't suffer for what you've done for. You know, decades.
0: <laughs> yeah, lung cancer wasn't invented yet.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, but yeah, it's it, it's really cool. A lot. It looks like a lot of customization. Um, you know, from your, uh, for, you know, from the like your dwellings to your character and weapons to your crew. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's looking pretty quality. If you haven't looked up Empires thing yet. And you're interested in that XCOM style or you know that Divinity style, um, go you know go take take a look at that one. They have some pretty cool stuff for uh, like even pre-ordering. This would be one of those games that I, that I'm definitely going to pre-order just because you get some cool yeah. fun extras, um, and and I, I like that with it for sure. Cool. It's got some cool shit going on.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, Rolling right off of that.
0: Yeah, is. Um, just continuing with what we were uh, talking it was one of the other game was one of the games of uh, on my list of games of the year but it's what we're looking at Resident Evil 3 Um, pretty risque to pull it out right before possibly the biggest game of (laughs) 2020 Um, but they're doing some pretty cool stuff not only are we getting the Resident Evil 3 story we're also getting that Project Resistance in the same package um, which is that multiplayer, you know, one v four, uh, style game, uh, and that's pretty, that's going to be pretty wild. So you're getting a pretty good quality, a pretty good um, uh, amount of content, uh, here for Resident Evil Three. Um, yeah. as I said, it takes place during and after, uh, well before, during and after Resident Evil Two. Um, as you're following Jill's story and the people that she runs into Um, right now I believe you can uh, replay Resident Evil 2 and find some cool hints that Jill has been leaving behind uh, for the new upcoming game pretty wild Um, and I believe that one's like uh, April 3rd or something or April 2nd Uh, so that one's um, coming out pretty early as well
1: so, the next one coming up uh-huh. is something I'm very excited for. Again, talking of, like, that Harvest Mooney-style uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. So, again, that is coming out uh, March 20th of 2020. 3-20-2020. Uh-huh. uh That's going to be really good. It's looks like yeah. they're trying to do another new thing, kind of calling back to New Leaf a little bit. Which, um, New Leaf was phenomenal. That yeah, was new Leaf was amazing. Very, very it was game-changing.
0: Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, if you have no idea, you basically just, you know, create your little character and you
1: inhabit, you start building your, um, in
0: this case, I think it's just a tent, right?
1: You're mm. like kind of camp. Yeah. I think you're like camping at first and then you're slowly building out. And then as you get it built up, uh, other people will start moving in and then they're going to have to build out their stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, it's really good. So yeah, I mean, if if you've never played one of these, we I would still recommend. Probably one of the big reasons to even own a 3DS anymore would be New Leaf. Um, so that's correct. Uh, it's it's uh, it, it's a like kind of a town builder. Uh, it's an mm-hmm. exploration game. It's a uh, you know a, a crafting game. It's a relationship game, um, and it's a hoarding game. Like it it has a lot of things this is going to be a very fun casual game to play and then not only that you can enjoy it with your friends um so that's that's pretty cool uh that one's march 2020
2: mm-hmm.
0: march 20th of 2020 yeah uh so next up. one
1: that we don't know the release date of
0: well oh. before
1: that no, you're right we Missed had it. yeah we had one. uh
0: the Final Fantasy VII remake again. Not a ton to say about this. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's going to be fun. You know, it's going. They're doing that Resident Evil thing. With it. You know, mm. they're um, completely revamping it. Uh, you know, people can e- have even got the chance to like play it and see what the you know the demos are all about. And I think that's something that we're gonna get before it releases. I think we're gonna get a demo, and we're gonna be able to check it out. Um, yeah. How far? this game is going to go, because this is basically part one of of uh, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, you know. We we'll see. Um, but uh, man, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that, breaking it into parts. But I get it.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see where it ends up lining up, because that could be really bad.
0: Yeah, it, it could be. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about this one, but um it's hype is off the charts, and it looks fucking amazing graphically uh so um you know I can't wait I can't wait to check that out um but rounding out we have three left um again, in no particular order aside from right. maybe number one yeah number um, one is in a particular order uh but watchdogs legion um oh yeah. this one was moved to later like <laughs> to be announced yeah <coughs> um they've taken dead and they have kind of basically done a like a fight club thing with it where it's become bigger than itself um and i believe you're playing in uh in london and DeadSec is everywhere. They're um, trying to stop... Uh, what was that? Like the CTOS company? Yeah. Uh, Whatever they're called. You know, from basically oppression. And there's uh, threats of war. This this place is uh, on a different level. And the best thing about this game, and I can't stress this enough, is the way that you get your characters. Because anyone and everyone can be turned to the side of DedSec.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyone from a private eye, in this case looking at an ex-spy, to, um, you know, just a, a homeless guy that panhandles on the street all the way to um, an old lady that uh-huh. used to be a, an informant.
1: Like, yep, I'm releasing an army of old ladies. It is That's my goal.
0: wild on what this is. And... So you're not out here like selecting your character or making your character you're recruiting people that you could potentially be later because if your character gets got, that's mm. curtains for them um and that's that's it's we've never it's not like we've never seen that before but I don't know if we've seen that such
1: powerful. a such a big budget character focused traditionally character focused game
0: right. Um I I I abs- I really liked Watch Dogs 1. I absolutely loved Watch Dogs 2 and seeing where Watch Dogs 3 is going is so mm. exciting. Like it, it's it's insane. You have to convince these people to join
1: your cause. Yeah. That's, That's wild. Cool. That's It's like a little like meet and greet mission to bring them on board.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's um, really
0: good. Even even Grimm who hates everything in the chat's like watchdogs looks fine.
1: <laughs> I mean you can't it, it, it just is, like it, it it looks amazing.
0: Yeah. Um it's
1: one of those things that, you know, in practice it may not turn out that good. Sure. But the promise of it is is really high. Yeah. Um super interesting. I can't wait to see the diversity of characters that we're gonna get.
0: Originally it was slated for March sixth. It's been yeah. moved to a much later date. Uh, hopefully to try to avoid uh
2: getting completely fucked by our number one right yeah
0: getting destroyed by our number one um but again another really big title uh for 2020 uh would be last of us 2 we have a lot of friends working on last of us 2 um and it looks it looks phenomenal it like continuing that story of last of us 1 um spoil like full spoiler alert uh where uh you know, the main character of Last of Us 2 was straight up lied to at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, so it, it creates... Uh, it's definitely going to create um, some, like, contention between the, you know, main character of one, the first game, and the main character of the second game. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very interesting. Uh, it's, again, as we said earlier... Last of Us was on the list of games of the decade because it made people feel and um, I I imagine that this will do much of the same Uh, if if it's touching on some I don't want to say controversial topics but it, it touches on hot button topics right out of the gate with the trailers itself you know people are like whoa and they start questioning stuff and it's definitely cool to question that you know Um, Mm -hmm. on you know what you thought this fictional character should have been Um, and the direction that uh, they ended up going with it is going to make uh, headlines for sure Mm. Um, but I can't wait to see like we've seen we've seen the darkest dark uh, trailers of this and we've seen uh, you know some happy moments from these trailers Mm -hmm. as well Um, so we're getting the whole spectrum on this one.
1: Right. Yeah. And uh speaking of the whole spectrum here. Yep. Um the be, absolute number be, one. The yeah. end all be all of the games that we're waiting for
0: uh for twenty twenty. Um possibly the game that we've been waiting our whole life for. Uh Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Absolutely. Um Man, it just it 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 has a little bit of everything because you know, it's connected to your biggest game of the last decade. Right. Immediately it's already connected to it. It's in that world before the first before the first game in its series even came out. Um and it just it it has so much potential with um you know, the uh the customization, the storytelling, the combat even the music um they've they they haven't uh you know like held back on anything they it seems like they're going full force with every single aspect of the video game and Mm -hmm. that's what makes the greatest video games great it doesn't make them you know like hey this game's okay it that you are the best because of what you know of what you've done like for me I would say Grand Theft Auto Five is the best at what it's done. Witcher Three mm-hmm. is the best at what it's done, and right. you know, putting that all together, um, this really seems like a flushed-out world, uh, the likes of which we have yet to see uh, in video games in in cy- in video game cyberpunk video games. We've had cyberpunk video games, we've never had a
1: cyberpunk video game like this. Right? Yeah, and it's like. Just coming from so... Like, coming from such a place of power... Like, oh, yeah. It'll be up. really interesting to see how sort of this turns out. Like, from what I've seen, I just... I I, I Like, I'm pretty much sold. Like, mm-hmm. they've showed quite a bit. And I can't imagine this going wrong for me. Yeah. But, um, you know, it would be interesting if this turns out sort of being like the Fallout 4 follow-up to Skyrim. Which is like, okay, it's good, but this is just not what I wanted. Like... I guess that's possible, but I just don't see that happening here.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, this is the 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 thing that makes it scary is this is their first shot at a game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with The Witcher, they didn't hit their stride until the third game in. Um, so that makes it that uh, makes it a little scary, you know. Yeah. But you also have to you know point out that. Like they've taken their time. How long? When did we hear about this game for the first time?
1: When was that again? Uh, was it was it like, right after Witcher three. It was 2015, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been. Or working, we might have even heard about it before Witcher three came. out. I
0: think it was. I think it might have been like, just like a trailer before. or something. Yeah, it was like that screenshot. I think at first the Mantis chick. Yeah. Um. Let me see if I can find that date. Uh entered pre production as soon as the developer CD Project Red finished Witcher Three Wild Hunts Blood and Wine. Um I'm yeah, not sure when that original
1: uh, original trailer was. It was announced May twenty twelve. Holy shit. Yeah yep so this is eight years in the making
0: Uh, teaser trailer was released reaching 12 million views by June 2018 which you know I guess
2: yeah big though
0: Um, so you know this isn't everyone's cup of tea for sure Um, but if it's not fuck you no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, it, it it might not be everyone's uh, you know thing. Some people might be more into fantasy rather than um, you know rather than uh, you know like cyber future or whatever. People all have their their perks, and some people aren't into uh, like the you know gritty future, and that no. that's cool. Um, but that doesn't change definitely doesn't change my excitement. I think the one thing that could kill this is the customization uh, of your... Like, the combat being super, super weak and or the weapons that you have access to being super weak. We haven't seen a lot of different guns. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We haven't seen... Yeah. Uh, and We know there's a lot of customization, but we haven't seen we haven't like, seen
1: that really taking place
0: yeah we've seen him using an assault rifle with some sort right. of holographic scope we've seen him rip a uh, a turret off of the stand or whatever and use that and we've seen him use like i think like a whip thing um and a few other weapons but we haven't seen that variety like what kind of pistols are we going to have access to what mm-hmm. kind of accessories are on those pistols you know what kind of Assault rifles. Uh, are we getting our typical shotguns? Because shotguns are pretty fucking beloved by cyberpunk.
1: Um, yeah, I could definitely see this kind of going a, a outer world's way where they don't really have a lot of... A lot of guns. It's like... It, options it, in the guns and stuff like that. That would definitely be a negative. That would be a
0: negative. And that's something that, yeah, like I was saying, that could hurt it. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, it just... Um, and, and I, I guess... The driving mechanic is something that would be brand new to these guys, right? I mean, we have yeah. horses, but we already went back and forth between GTA and uh, Red Dead on, like, horses and how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's something I'm forgiving on. Uh, Watch Dogs 1, I was very forgiving with the way the driving mechanic works. Because uh, what they had done before that, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't really have too much in, you know, that
2: front.
1: Um, yeah, and I hope they don't have cyber horses. I hope, I hope there's no cyber horses. Actually, unless, I hope you can there fuck are. unless it's a romance option. <laughs> r- well, um, yeah, I, I only want there to be a robot horse if I can program it to kick the head off of a dude.
0: Mule kick people
1: to death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: and uh, Grim, he says that uh, he's not 100 percent sold. Um, he just doesn't want to be burnt, um, but he just doesn't want to overhype it.
1: And I get, it. I get. That's it. that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, the Cat Quest Two is in this game. Yeah, you can play Cat Quest Two in this game. I I heard,
0: mm. confirmed. Um, but uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up everything for our most anticipated. So we've had a much longer show today, the last two shows yeah. than we usually have. So yeah. um, you know, getting back into 2020, I think we'll get back into our uh, you know, into our regular routine. Um, and uh. You know, have our regular length shows um, as well. We're going to be looking at uh, where we're going story mode. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, let us know if you guys have some uh, opinions about that. Uh, we'll be more than happy to take those into consideration and hopefully let you guys know a little bit ahead of time on what yeah. we're uh, you know what we're planning here. Um, so uh with that being said uh, if you guys get the chance head on over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc check all the tap news and video game stuff over there also uh if you listen to this podcast uh that is where we do the live stream you can watch the show live usually every sunday um starting you know between uh 11 and 12 um just stay tuned over at uh Twitch. Or uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com backslash Mammoth game Or at Mammoth Game sync um, And know when we go live. And also get a look at some other cool stuff that we have going on over there. That we're not necessarily sharing over on uh, Facebook. Um, so thank you guys for joining us for the end of 2019. Uh, a 2019 and pretty much decade in review. Uh, right for uh you know the last ten years podcast. Uh for Mammoth Games Inc., I am Night Swarm.
1: And I'm FilterCord.
0: Have a good one, guys.